I've got a, a little surprise for you guys. And, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure I got the right number. Uh, you got the right number. Don't want to say it yet. Did I get it right? Yeah, you got the right number. <laughs> right. Savon, <laughs> uh, how are you? You know I'm wow. like surprise. What? I'm like a wow. full-blown twister Shut over up. here. Muting out, muting out. Wow, thank you, Savon. Oh, I mean, thank you. I, I just, I've been doing a lot today. Like, I, it's been a high-energy day. I had some people here training, but the, man, the the message was coming through so strong and the energy that that is uh connected to that and obviously i tuned into this show about an hour before so i got a chance to to hear case dissertation which was just magnificent i was like man there's no ums or anything in there just super clear and you know obviously we we all can appreciate that and i even kind of felt like while i was listening to the message i was like okay well i need to <laughs> i need to kind of shape up a little bit in regards to uh to what's being presented because it's just one of those special nights uh, just with the message. And then I, I really love when you said, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect because it's perfect anyway. And, and that's really what was my cue in to, to do the best that I can during this conversation today to get a message to everyone that it's interesting how my life functions. It's, it's like I have a lot of connections with different things. And while I'm processing this information, and it's been going on for years, how much of it I've actually been able to translate into like some type of show or some kind of recording, I would say it's like 10%. It's literally that way. And, um, and, and I, I kind of fought myself for that in certain ways because when I get on these lines and I get into the, the as you say, the, the radio signals and the reptilian uh, side of the consciousness and you're, you're kind of scanning everything and you're scanning what you're saying and you know, if it's live, you don't want to disintegrate in front of everyone because you know, you've talked yourself into a corner but after a while, it's like, who cares? In, in, in every reality of your consciousness at a certain point, you realize, look, it's all or nothing right now. Like what's happening to us can be obliterated as long as the people who under, understand that fully are willing to speak those words. And the reality is, is that I, I was reading into some deep stuff the other day and it was explaining how, as we see, we think that in the ancient times that they were actually, I'm talking about the, the ancient, ancient times before the warping, we think that they were worshiping animals and things like this. And this is nothing what they were doing. What they were doing was they knew how to intone the strength of the animal. So when you would say a certain vibration, everything that an auroch or a bovid or any type of strong elemental energy embodied, it would come out as an offering to the ancestors, meaning ancestors remember. So this was more like a, a, a constant channel that was continuously pinged constantly in order to remain open. It was like a, a torch, okay? And there were a group of individuals that, and we can say across time, right, that were responsible for maintaining this fire in every tense. And what we're dealing with in our particular matrix right now is that fire, someone has attempted to harness that fire and to keep that fire and is not designed for that. And that's why you'll notice that there is, of course, this whole 12 tribes, 12 months, 12 on the clock concept. And this concept, of course, comes from the Zodiac. We've heard tons of this. But the key is here is to realize that what's really, what is, what's really being said is that after the Big Bang, 
If you want to take any number, let's say 12 pieces, then you'll get, if these 12, if you have 12 separate pieces, then you have a trait in each and every single one of those pieces, something that, that is their specialty. And then if you put all of them together as a clock is 12 and it completely makes a whole, a whole pie, if you put them all together, then they all, it all functions well. It all has the cogs and the springs and the locks and it's all on time. But if you pull one piece out or if you try to put one piece where another piece should go, then the whole clock will break. So what we literally have going on, and this is the linchpin, this is the war that is taking place that's most effective is the spiritual war because we have a piece, Jesuit, in the place of the spiritual shepherding component that actually instructs these kind of worlds, meaning it is the shepherd's state of consciousness, the one who knows where to go, the one who's willing to stay up all night protecting the flock and all that kind of behavior as they're, as they're getting older and developing. It is that kind of state of consciousness that are our teachers. <laughs> And so in our matrix, if we don't have our teachers, if our teachers have been disposed of, if the right people that, that, uh, that, are, that are tuned in to the organism are, are, are missing from the equation, then we get the situation that we're dealing with now. So I guess today's conversation is actually about the deeper inner workings of that, exactly what happened. Because some people are saying, well, you know, we haven't heard from you in a while. You know, where you've been at? And, I, and of course, I have the show like every other Sunday, but that's just like not seeing me because generally I put out a great deal of content. Well, the reality is I've been under. And I told everyone before that, you know, I'm going to go under, like I'm going to go into the underworld because I'm serious about this. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what other people think about me and what I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. I'm into something totally different than that kind of state of consciousness. But I know where if you want to get truth, you got to go. You got to go deep. Because only where it's deep will you find something new, right? In fact, the territory that I projected myself to was actually called new. Because if you notice, in the Nile Delta, this is something that you can go and Google a map right now. Where the Nile Delta is is shaped like an inverted triangle. Go to your map. That is, as I was telling people before, the nail is the Nile, or this is the entry point. That is in a tense of this particular body the entry point, vagina, if you may, okay? So when you go into this area, which begins with lower Egypt, begins with on, these places later on by the Romans, they, they put their temples and their things there because they knew what was going on already thereafter. Well, actually they were speculating, but in a tense, they knew that this was the, the birthplace in every tense of the first beings of creation on this planet. And this is a big thing because you can't argue because geo geologically, uh, uh, biorhythmically, uh, astrologically, as you see Cassiopeia and all these constellations and where they line up is all right here. It starts off with the beginning of a big drama. But here's what people have to realize. You know, once you sign up for the drama, this is like a sim. <laughs> you get in, once you get into it, you get fully loaded. We're just seeing Oculus now, which is like a, a, a virtual reality headset. We're just seeing um, uh, uh, PlayStation is trying to launch their Morpheus. We're just seeing this kind of in the public sector, but obviously it's been available in the private sector, this virtual reality. But where is the, the actual idea of virtual reality? As you said earlier, if, what happens if we take law back to the first laws? What will we get to? And what we'll get to is where we need to be now. And this term to me is mandamus, meaning an enforcer. Because out of all what I hear people saying, all their pleas, all their prayers even, who's going to, who's going to enforce 
with these pleas. Because if you notice all over the world and all in different countries and different programs and spectrums, whatever you call it, there's always someone that needs to back up what's being said. That's the only way. It's got to be, the, like you said, the, the agreement, okay? The agreement is the enforcement, and let me show you why. All the sovereign laws and all these things, and I'm so, so awesome, it's so awesome to see Kate transcend into an entirely different level of it. But for those that are still down there, they're still believing they can go and file these papers and things, right? But it is these papers, just like if you say you own a house, they give you a deed. So what happens if someone comes onto your property and says, oh, this is my land? You say, no, this is my, this is my land. They say, prove it to me, and he's showing them deed. Okay, now you have this piece of paper that says that you own this property. But what if this person doesn't want to leave? call police. You call the poll. You call the enforcer. Because the enforcer is the one who's backing up that deed. That's the God that they trust. The God is the enforcer, mandamus. Okay? Ma the mandemon. Okay? And this is the other thing. No more playing games about human, humanity status as far as uh, different kinds of beings. Humans are demons. Humans are spirits. Humans are angels. Humans are gods. Humans are anything they want to be. And so they've actually embodied that entire thing, everything. So, of course, it's all about what you choose to magnify, but this is a lot more deeper. Because when we get into these enforcers, what you have to realize is that as the beat goes on, as the drama continues after the Big Bang, you have beings that do things that are in direct violation to other beings. Hello, we're in a matrix and we're experiencing that, right? So back in the days, I can only tell you of one, one uh, ancient culture that practiced a spiritual enforcement. And this is where the tales of the, uh, the Hashem and the Hashashin, which later on became corrupted as the assassin, were really from. It was individuals who were spiritually advanced that if you committed an infraction against humanity, against Mary, because this is the real maritime law, then they were going to extract you. They were going to enforce that you correct your frequency. So this is the next level of this, because this is why there's many of us that have been processing this deep levels of information, but it's changing our DNA. Like some sleepers are reading this information and reading this knowledge, and it's not doing anything to them. But those who are awake, they're continuously metamorphosizing. It's, it's a real thing. Those who are asleep can't feel the realness of it, but those who are awake is like, man, I'm changing. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm watching the sculpturing perfect, perfection of higher levels of genetics because of only the conception of which, that it could be achieved. Only a graduation within the will of self. That was it. No, there was a lot of side counterparts that I needed to convince myself that were make, was going to make the transformation. We always need those. Those are the crutches. Those are the netters. But the reality is once you totally realize the concept in the know fully, it's, it's manifestation, in, in, uh, instantaneous manifestation. So I'm going to get on into this. Remember that there are wars going on. There are tech wars, food wars, mental wars, spiritual wars. And I don't mean to bring the war to you, but I'm, I'm engaged. This is the resistance, okay? And how it used to work is Mars, the maritime, the maritime planet, the guardian of the solar system, was responsible for dealing with all of the enforcement that needed to be done on these planetary systems. Now, Mar is Mary. Mary later on, when you add the I, but really this term comes from the, what would you find is lower in Upper Egypt, this is called in ancient times, Ta Mary, M-E-R-I, 
right? This is what was stolen by the Jesuits. This is what I'm, I'm going to explain to you today. The whole usurping of a priesthood knowledge or the shepherding knowledge, the priestcraft knowledge of this entire planetary system was taken out of Egypt by Ramses II, who's aka Moses, sometimes aka Akhenaten. These beings are in a tense figments of our mind because these are just stories that we're being fed through religions and every single name that they bring out in the religion they always tie the story into their centralized character and this is why you always get the god being represented by someone and generally the name of the god is synonymous with the name of the god is synonymous with the main being bringing them forth like jesus and jehovah Okay? In ancient times, if you look through the, the names of the scripts of the entities, you'll find that there was always someone who, were, who was bringing these ideas of these entities, and that was the representative of that. These, these, these were the first channelers, the first walk-ins, if you may. Okay? But this system in particular, okay, bringing walk-ins in, this is like customs, right? This is like planetary customs. When you bring a walk-in in or another being or a netter into a planetary system, it's got to be cleared. So all this is done organically. So a vessel will be given charge of this particular spirit to acclimate them to the planetary system, okay? And the maritime laws are what is in place that actually shape and mold what this vessel is supposed to turn into, okay? All this that I'm talking about is what's done in the netherworld, Okay, this is what the Dravidians, who we're calling at times the Ethiopians, who we're calling at times the dark-skinned Indians from the south, okay, the, or, or the Native Americans, or even the Nicaraguans. If you notice that all these people are coming from the same descent, and this is also the Moorish descent, as many know it of, okay? And this is why if you still go into India, sometimes they even call them the untouchables. They're the ones who are, de who are designed to manage the underworld. Okay, so now this covenant of management in the underworld is an agreement because remember you're sitting right over there by the vagina So there's going to be children. So there's going to need to be an agreement to do this. This agreement is called the covenant Okay, what I'm here to explain to you today is that Britain which Brit means the covenant Those want to be Jews took the covenant from the Dravidians said oh no we'll manage the God Amin-Ra, now remember, Amin-Ra means, Amin means name, Ra means, uh, is the sun, okay? The name is, name means path, right? Amin is an anagram for name, so this is the path of the sun. So they, <laughs> they decided that they wanted to become the individuals who brought forth the knowledge of how to ascend back to the sun and stole the covenant like there's no other better word for it. Don't think that it was, it was one other way. They stole the covenant. And this is why you find Moses, in your metaphors, leaving from Egypt with all of the wisdom of the Egyptians. I hate to interrupt. Okay. There's one thing that I'm, I just want to see if you're aware of it. Are you familiar with the Narmer palette? The uh, armor palette? Narmer, N-A-R-M-E-R. Yeah, the, the, the Narmer tablet? Palette. Yes, I yes. am. Yes, you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Okay, that's that goes back to King Mean, and I've talked about this. You, what you're sharing tonight actually is just beyond beautiful. I'm I'm gonna shut up right after. No, this. no, keep going, keep I going. We're gonna it. we're gonna ride this. We gotta ride this one out together, cause. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first the, the first, and this comes out of the Hyksos, that right. uh, basically took over. 
the Egyptian pharaohs. Right. And it goes back to King Mean at, at zero point. And it was King Mean, of course, scorpion. Uh, he had the scorpion, um, what do you call that, uh, scepter, the scorpion scepter. Right. And I, I did a, quite a few shows uh, regarding this. And the Narmer palette is translated into the same book that the cops flip open. Now, I got to experience this firsthand, mm. literally within days of talking about this, when, uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, March 14th, if you get a chance to listen to that episode, uh, I did, on, live on air, I had interaction with three OPP, um, and of course, I'm sitting there all by myself, wow. in the car, everything in the whole universe that I own is right there. So I am completely at my most, if you want to talk vulnerable, that was it. Uh, everything that ever exists in my reality, I had with me. And the instant the female cop flipped the book open, because she was trying to get the name to, uh, you know, to connect me to the Narmer curse, the Narmer palette, mm. this is a curse. Exactly. What you're talking about is what people need to hear from your perspective, because i got to tell you, there are so few on this planet that can speak this. Like, Well, you're the only one I know that can't, where people are going to listen and hear it. So what you're going to be doing right now is explaining spiritually, and I've talked about it. That's the only way I can talk. But you're going to give it to people from a completely different perspective. But what happened when she flipped the book open, she was trying to get me to consent to being a name of the Narmer palette, which is the original curse. At the zero point with King Mean, also known as AHA, and I've talked about the mm -hmm. uh, DNA being exactly. A H A, upside down A H A, upside down A H A, and that's how the these are your AHA moments, how you build your DNA chain back. So, if you haven't really looked into it uh, a lot, uh, what happened that night was uh, because I did not consent to be part of the dead. That's hmm. the armor palette dead name. Exactly. And you're right. Not, and name means not applicable magnetic electric. It's your full creation is given over. Uh, as soon as she asked for a name, I said, well, if you want to know anything about me, just Google Kate of Gaia. I said, well, how do you spell Kate? And I said, I don't care how you spell it. I don't spell anything for anyone. And she closed the book up and immediately walked <laughs> away. Hmm. And these guys ended up, uh, within about half an hour or less, uh, I'm talking about Mark, Mark Cruiser and I'm Mark with uh, you know two guys. Uh, you'll hear the interaction live on air. I did, it was like live on air that Friday night. And uh, they ran off, tow truck, everything. Actually, the cops ran off before the tow truck even got there. He just pulled into the parking lot behind me, turned around, and drove straight back out again. That's the power of what you are talking about tonight. So I really want people to be, pay very close attention to what Savan is sharing because he's going to be sharing it from a, a completely different yet identical truth perspective. Exactly. That, and it, I, I am so happy that you're here, Savon. This is just beyond me uh, too. fun. Well, I'm, I'm excited to I be here. I would like to interject something. Sure, go ahead. I, got, I know out. what the shield means is. It's a Pharisee shield of jewels of the priesthood. And I know what each jewel means. And uh, like uh, me and Kate or whomever uh, next stop, we will uh, um, dissect each jewel and what it means. But it's an armor. It's a jewel precisely, mathematically, geometrically, jeweled-wise. I mean, jewels are smarter than we are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, and, whole sh uh, it's a whole shin. But the one who can wear the whole yeah. shin or the ephod or, or the breastplate right. has, to, has to be in yeah. full resonance and also have embodied 
the uh, the name that does c not come back void, which is basically the cone in, 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 in the chest. Once I tra Tracy, this is exactly what I don't. I want Savon just to go. I just <laughs> want to bring that one part in. No, I mean she she brought up she brought up an excellent point yeah. because this is about another excellent point. I the, totally agree. This is about some of the power that was taken from these Kemetans slash Egyptians because they were also called Egyptians. There is a there is a flaw in the teaching that they say, oh, the Egyptians were were when the Hyksos came. No, they were still referred to as Egyptians even before then. But the power in which these people, remember they're at the, they're at the source of the womb. Like all you gotta do is look at the map. And so that means that anything that comes in, that's the, that's the birth canal. So they call this Al-Hizra, right? Or Al-Jizza or something like this, and Al-Kahira in these areas now. These are the new names, right? But look at it, it, it it's the opening and then you see the Nile itself is the, is the sustenance or the source for the southern part of the entire country, which is the netherworld, is the roots. And this is something that, and you can even look, when you look at the topological map and you see the rivers, right? The rivers look just like roots. And, and they are because they're carrying the nutrients, not just for humans, the water, but all the animals and all the, the notice in Africa, there's more animals, Madagascar, there's more animals than anywhere in the world because this is the netherworld. It's about time for us to treat the, the uh, body of earth as an entire body. But as I say, I speak, come, I come today, I speak for mandamus because there are some people, some beings that need to be put in check. Like this is a serious thing for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get back into the zone and explain to you. Now, this story is a little interesting and it's not something you're gonna find written anywhere, but you can, after putting all the knowledge together, gather something like this went on, okay? And this is about the Gnostic tradition and about, about who Yaldabaoth actually is. Now, the embodiment, again, of this uh, uh, I'm the only one, I'm divided, I'm the God, I'm the deuce, I'm the, that man, I, I, I'm the, what is that, the, uh, the Minotaur, and I'm, all of that whole concept, right, is embodied in one energy. And this is what I like about when you start getting into higher spin, okay, all of the fields that are so far out, all your planets that are so far out are pulled back in. So all the knowledge, when you get into high spin, it starts coming all in in one, one torus, Okay, one tornado right there. And then you start seeing all of the stuff that's actually the same thing. And it, it just comes down into energies and ideas. Okay, and hence the term an eidolon. Now that whole idea of I'm the only one, blah, blah, is childish. Okay, so there was a child then that is the epitome of being born outside of the womb. Okay. And this first child coming out is the embodiment of Yaldabaoth, okay? And this first child, because of its continuous lessons it needs to learn, its teachings, ended up putting itself in a place, just like everyone else can put themselves on a place on this planet. If you do something that's horrendous, you can be confined, right? They can confine you. So this particular being, and this is why I, we have to get specific here, like I'm, I'm using lasers here, like Solomon cut the temple with lasers. That's, that's how you got to get to what you're, doing, you're dealing with here. So this specific being, which we'll call quote unquote the confined one, was put inside of a vortex, in stasis. This is what was in the pyramids. This is what pyramids are. Pyramids are prisms or prisons. And the beings that are in there, just like you've seen the Superman movie, who did they card off in the beginning? Jared, 
I believe, one of the, one of the old, old supermen, they got carted off to stay in stasis, which is the only place you can put an immortal being. Are we not immortals? So what happens in drama when one of the immortals get out of control? You put their ass in stasis. So the confined one rests within the pyramid in, with two angels guarding over it. That's what you're looking at in the, the covenant, right? The Ark of the Covenant or the agreement. All this has to do with is keeping the child, okay? And this child needs to be watched over by the elders. This means the priestcraft in Egypt initially, which was the matriarch, were the ones keeping that entity, okay? So as we fast forward here in time, what we'll find is what Ramses did, and this is also synonymous with Menelik, MLK, Moloch, the horn god, the, the one who, is, who, who has the uh, birthright, as they call it. What he did was he, or it, and I don't want people to think that these are humans, these are movements of energies, is take the confined one and use it as a weapon. Use the anger of some being being confined. And that's why this whole thing is blowing into a whole other perspective where everyone is really responsible for not taking care of the kids. So what happens is, is that as this entity is consuming everything in fire because it is in fear. Okay, so as we move into this, what I want you to understand is that what, what happens is the covenant is seized. And this seems to be done also through a treacherous trade. Okay, there was a trade that went on, meaning that someone traded against what you would call the Martians. That someone is known as Samael, okay, the black. Now, it's very interesting to follow these characters because Sam is also where you end up getting this term, Uncle Sam. But more than anything, you can see Samael's entity embodied today in the human in which it is chose to continue to act out its foolishness, and that is Samael Jackson, okay? A Jackson, and you, anyone, I'm sure Kate has drilled you guys about who Jack is and who the son is. So a Jackson works for Britain, okay? He is a son of the Jack, okay? So you see the one-eye patch that they love to come in? That is because he is the protector of Jupiter, and that's why you get the same thing with Idris, which is the name of the fallen angel in Arabic, Elba also wearing the patch as he's guarding Midgard. He's guarding the bridge to Midgard or guarding the pineal, the, uh, those to cross into the pineal gland, Samael. Okay, so this is why I was saying mandamus, because Samael has to get put on and will get put on and always has been put on his back. But you need to realize that this is going beyond and has been beyond black and white. This is about frequencies because the Jesuits, the first ones to start Rome, what we're calling Rome, were Ethiopian. And somebody blown away. No, they're still the card. The Dominicans, the Francescans, like that's all Moorish. And this is what the trading that I said that was going on because as Britain is, is obviously the king of trade, they came with the idea just like they come to the idea to every other country. You can go on YouTube right now and watch it. Go to the King's uh, Toys, okay? This is a, just a simple playlist of the most wealthiest places in the world. And then you watch it as a seer, and you absorb the, fl the fly on the wall. So you can realize exactly what kind of energies are present in Monaco and in, uh, what is that, Bella, uh, uh, Bella Horizonte, Bella Madonna, or whatever, all these different places that they are hubs of the wealthy, right? 
And you can see how there is no, they're, they're so far into one state of consciousness, there's no awakening there. They don't know in every tense of knowing what they're doing. Some people say, I think they know what they're doing. You, it's densities, my friend. Once you're in a low density, you can't feel. So that's why I say that I have to go to the netherworld. Because what we think is higher here is actually lower. That's why these stars and actors, this is an inverted pyramid, an inverted pentagram, okay? So these stars and the actors, they think, oh, that's what I want to be like, right? That's really the negativity. So let's keep on with this, this covenant, okay? And the theft of the priestcraft, because now you'll see this spiritual technology or as technology, it would appear as technology to us these days, it would be that advanced was what was being mined, meaning that they didn't actually understand this stuff when they started playing around with it. That's why it always controlled them. What am I talking about? Relics, netters, tones, vibrations, all these different things. Doesn't it still seem like Crawlians and all these different uh, Rosicutians don't know what the hell they're doing? <laughs> because they're dealing with something that they're not even in the right frequency to really be dealing with. They're not even the right custodians to be dealing with it. You have to get into a certain frequency. It's not a specific color. It doesn't mean because you're black, then it's yours. Or if you're white, then you're right. it's your right. It doesn't mean any of that. You got to be in the frequency. So here's what's happening, though. This thing keeps running. It's not actually, when there's no check in the system, when there's no mandamus, when there's no enforcers, when the enforcers have, have so, okay, let me, let me tell you again. I'm skipping something. I need to explain to you how they took the position of the enforcers, and it ties in with everything that Kate has been talking to you about and teaching you about these sheriffs. Sharif is the term. This is an Arabic term, meaning one who masters over spirits. These seven-pointed stars, these pentagrams. Now, that pentagram came from Morocco. The Moroccans have a pentagram on the flag because they're Moors. The Moors had secured certain covenants and connections with, most people say jinn. This is because they were spirits from another plane to create a system of control and check and balance law, justice, everything. Everything we're calling civilization now, which is the corruption, was introduced by the people in Kemet. That's why they said, oh, the Sumerians or the Egyptians or somebody, they started civilizing things. What they were doing was they were introducing how you don't catch ailments, how to resist certain kind of forces that are not symbiotic to your being, how to bring forth ancient tones and vibrations to bring things that are new. They were introducing that. So, of course, there's room for error. There's always room for time in these kind of introductions. That's what an era is. It's a, it's a unit of time. So what we're dealing with then is that there's a call to arms, A-R-M-S, M-A-R-S. This station, this planet, that ha it must be regenerated. There must be one, a spiritual, one in a tense of one body operating. That's what I mean by one. Spiritual warriors upgraded. Okay, now upgrading, some people say, what are you talking about, eugenics? Upgrading is when you get into a state of mind that is far more superior than what's going on in Monaco. Okay, this is sometimes, the, the, the New Age people, they have this issue with denoting what is up from down. Surely, someone out there just doing the, the craziness, 
and, and destroying the seeds and the children and all that should not be put on the same level as another individual who is actually doing the opposite. That's the trick. <laughs> like that's the whole, uh, 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 what's last is first, what's first shall come last. Don't worry, ye shall inherit. Don't worry, this is the past tense, meaning you're supposed to inherit it at some point. That's that whole kind of mind game, right? And so religion is the deepest level of mind game. And now what we've done is we've seen that this mind game, because it has resonations, it has tones and pitches that, that stretch off into our ancestral connection. And this is why the Jesuits, when they went into all these countries, and I've said this before, they wrote down the tree, first of all. It was important to get the tree because every place in the world had a mother tree. It still goes on today. If you go into a field and there's a lot of trees there, there's always one tree that's older than all the other trees. It's just, it's not a phenomenon. It's how things happen. So they knew that this is our, there was always origin. You see what I mean? Who's the, or, who's the origin? Who's the gold spirit? Who's the one that is most purified? Boar runs for, right? Big boar in the jungle, never been tamed, wild, stinky, hairy, Right? So where are all these elements in essence when it's time for mankind to speak up for themselves, right? So this is what we're talking about. We're not talking about these energies being used to get you a car. <laughs> we're not talking about this being used to smoke your neighbor. We're talking about this being used to emancipate the entire species. It has to happen. There's no other way. I tried. I tried to find them. I searched all nooks, crannies, crevices, thousands of books. It's different stages of consciousness, all on other planes, roaming, bardic planes, missing certain things, worlds with pieces missing. These are worlds that every time you think of you're going to go do something, a world is created. Ah, oh, maybe go to the store today. Nah, I'm not going to go. Guess what? A world is created. And then that world is functioning. The only thing that's missing is you. This is the same thing that's happening in this world. The only thing really missing here is us. That's why everyone's running around. Where's God? We don't know where God is. God is somewhere. He's gone. So only, so only one person's missing then for everyone to get it right? Is that what's happening? Once God shows up, then they're, oh, shit, there is a God. <laughs> Let me get my stuff together. Okay, what did God say we're supposed to do again? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, man, I forgot what we were even supposed to do. Because we're outside, right? So inside, understanding all these different terms, insight, okay, means shining the old magnifying glass, on that old pyramid that you're in right now. Because <laughs> some of say, oh, wow, now I know what the pyramid is. It's this whole external thing that for, lets us not see. No, you're inside. Some are, not everyone. I always leave the loophole there. <laughs> but in a prism, in this Mercury cube, okay? And so what happens is it's like a Rubik's cube then. If you don't turn it, uh, polish it, sand it, shape it, that's why they say it's a mason. What does mason do? A sculptor. Okay, shaping, molding, fashioning it. What are all sports doing? Putting a ball in a hole. So what is a ball? A ball is clay. That's why you see one of the Egyptian pharaohs, the first one, right? He's sitting there fashioning man on a clay, a, a clay dreidel. Okay, or whatever they call that, the spinning thing that, that you, you, a potter's wheel. Okay, and this is because when you accept this idea that you can be formed and fashioned and shaped and your mind can be changed, then you become fodder. Chattel is the legal term. 
I was talking about this other day. There is actually a legal term for what they have individuals in the United States designated as after 1871, chattel. Chattel is like the word sheeple, but the real one. It means unidentified piece of property, right? All of us sold at the river, black, white, whatever. The biggest play, as I said the other night on the show, was setting the black people free. Because the white people said, oh shit. And they set the black people free, I'm definitely free. <laughs> and there's our whole document here that says we got free of the king of Britain. Right? The horn god who stole his lineage. Look on the front gate of the Buckingham Palace. He's sitting up there with the big crown, right? Underneath the big crown is the, I guess it's a buck or whatever the hell it is, right? And he's sitting up there acting like he can manage the dimension. Meanwhile, he ain't come out the damn castle. Every time he come out the damn castle, he's got an entire re legion with him. Why? Why can't father, our real father, walk without a legion with him? Is he scared someone's going to attack him? So you see, it's all wrong then. And that's why I was reading this other book. This guy, he's, on, he's, in a, he's in a home right now for elderly people. Nobody even cared. He dropped the highest knowledge available on the planet. His, uh, name is uh, uh, Yusuf bin Yokinen. Take, uh, take it like bitter medicine. But the reality is, is that the custodians of this planet, like we need to move the cogs back around here. Because then you still get these in the melanin dominant leading the planet too that's why the whole barack obama thing now the whole jay-z thing the whole uh, uh uh kanye west thing all these individuals are controlling consciousness through what music tone vibration okay music tone vibration i'm inventing a device that changes the vibration of everything that it comes in contact with it's not that hard but the reality is is that this whole bombardment of these tones, vibration, and frequencies from these Phoenicians, phony as Phoenicians, basically. I'm glad the phonetics are correct. Learning words and trapping people in the words just by the sheer stupor of them not knowing what the word really means. Meaning that words have no meaning when you don't care about them anymore. But other than that, they always have meaning. So when a person knows an entire recital in their head of a song, notice these songs plague people these days. They get up in the morning, the song's still going. They're <laughs> like, oh my goodness, shut it off, please. And then they had to go like five or six days before the song gets out of their mind. And meanwhile, it's this tone, this vibration of this character who lives in real time, draining energy. So this is not so much of a psychic conscious thing even though it is but just notice what it is bio local connection meaning it's a real-time connection a person's tone and vibration their voice with you if you hear their song and their deeds being done daily and you know what they're being encouraged to do is a streaming to you and then you're sharing this okay there were spiritual laws and rules and people think it's magic now like you don't throw your fingernails in your hair when you cut your hair you don't throw it in the sewer you give it to nature you see but little stuff like that will keep you way below the speed of light why you mixing in your you're mixing in your dna your 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 your, your dna in the, in the environment i think the last time someone said something about that david i was talking about some reptilians uh keeping your hair and stuff after it got underground but what we're talking about is is that when you don't watch your movement it doesn't mean you're obsessive compulsive but like kate said you know i watch what every every kind of spiritual arrangement that i make these days it's like the, the percy jackson and the lightning thief you know you were seeing the words and then they spell something else now you look up at a building and you're about to go in and then the words move around and you're like mm, maybe i should not be dealing with this whole situation that i'm dealing with right now you get signs 
The real signs, not symbols, those come later on. Signs of where you should go and what you should do to be on the path of the sun. Now let's talk about what the path of the sun is. First of all, the sun is consistent. Path means a whole following belief, culture. If it's a culture of a sun, then it's consistency. That's the first thing most people lack. Second, you gotta be willing to go to the nighttime. That's another thing most people lack. They can't handle the whole fear thing. Second thing, you have to be the in the, the output, okay? Let me, let me explain this, okay? Output, input, output, input. What is the sun doing? The sun is spraying, if you want to call it photon light, the reality, okay? It's like, let me shine some light on what, <laughs> what situation you're in so you don't stay in darkness. So it is sending, right? This is action. That's why action will do a lot more than words. Like, okay, we're saying you go write something up, you go send something, you go print something up, give it to somebody and watch how it has this massive effect from trickling everywhere. The code of the matrix is a good example of that. So this action and giving, instead of downloading all the time, and this is also switching the state of mind because as a person who wants to receive all the time, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. They owe me, they owe me. I, man, you better go and get it. Charge up. <laughs> like forget the universe needs you to do this. Look, the universe doesn't need. That's the whole thing. I had to realize this. It was a smack in the face one day like I was trying to put the universe on one side. And you ever said, look, I put stuff here that's dangerous to increase choice. You can't do that. So you're not on my level yet. Let me show you this. I put the sun here. You touch the sun right now and a fleshly body will burn you to a crisp. I put yttrium here. I put non-stable matter here that humans can't even touch. You can't make these kind of decisions. That's why you're not me. So as far as what you can and what you cannot do, seek balance. <laughs> and that into transmission. No more talking, no more playing. If you really want to get to the next level of the consciousness, you need to act like it by taking yourself into another stage of consciousness first. Body, clean it out, raise the jet. Man, you got to come back turning over the tables again. You got to get your heritage back. Go in underneath, get snatched the bin bin stone back and go into the exchequer and take your stuff out of there. And on the astral plane, okay? Like it's, going, it's on and popping. Some people believe the astral plane even exists. They have you in thinking your dreams are not real. And your dreams are the world you're creating through your ideas. And you're like, man, I'm going to go. I can't even let it go. I'll go back and live it one night. One night. One more night in my world. You see? So this is what happens when you're now getting fed. They're giving it to you. What you they give it to you. Here's what you get. Here's what you get. That's why we're saying don't be a receiver. Be a giver. Because then they say better to give than receive, my brothers. <laughs> Definitely. It means that as one that is consistently pushing out into this reality, because enough have been taking from it, if you didn't notice. Right. And so the, the, the real, uh, uh, the mini bosses in this, because I go on and after mini bosses on the spiritual plane. Okay. The saw brotherhood. Okay. Sitting there like I'm watching the video, the, uh, the prince. Right. I'm still trying to figure out where's the king. But then I, I had a conversation with Pierre Sabat. Who, who, of course, is the deeper level, was the deeper level of what David Icke was attempting to present, who searched it exactly into the Arabic language and other languages that, were, that are uh, 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 conscribed in that part of the world, their worship of the fallen one. 
that there is something that they have going on, some deal, some covenant that they have going on too. There's deals like uh, uh, Kate was saying. There's agreements going on everywhere. And guess what are the bargaining chips? Do you think I'm going to be around as these people pass me one table to the other? We're sitting here right now and they're on the phone making decisions about us. Think about it. Like, look, Monaco right now, this is what I was really watching. I was like, damn, this means you know, I'm watching the Prince of Sog get on the phone with Citibank. And they're making a deal to leverage things and to refinance, right? And then people just are watching this because they're sleepers. But when you're awake, you're like, shit, this deal, <laughs> if I go and you go and you look at the, uh, the, uh, the, the numbers on the birth certificates or whatever, this deal incorporates you. They're using you as chattel or bargaining chip. I move over, uh, I move over, I raise you 200,000 humans. Hmm, what about that? Hmm. I fold. <laughs> Go ahead and take the humans. You see what I mean? This kind of game, right? So when this kind of game is going on, I'm not going to be the one that's caught when dimensions like this see whatever they're going to see, caught in the stage of not doing what they're supposed to be doing about the situation. That's what woke me up again in this book, as Kate was saying. Look, remember to do what you said you were going to do. That's all you need to do. You're a piece to this, and what you do does matter to this whole world because what we all do will work collectively. But the reality is, is that this thing is taking place now. Like it's happening right now. It's happening right now in my environment every time I go to sleep. So there's a lot of people that think, well, shoot, seven's this and seven that, man. Seven's got his seats over there. He looks cool. It's okay, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not okay, right? It's not okay until all of us are free because this is why I came with this message today. Jailbreak. You see, there are some people who got themselves together. They already realize what's going on. They've emancipated their stage of consciousness. They've even been out of body a few times. They've even come in contact with their biorhythm and everything's smooth. It's good. But there are other people who are still captives. And for me, being a mar, because it's Bomar, or Bomer, I don't say bomber, <laughs> it it's up to me to make sure that those people get emancipated. That was my agreement. If someone was, well, what is your agreement? What, what do you have in all of this? My agreement is full emancipation for the entire species. So how to bring that about? That means that if I'm really serious about that, then I got to go find a limitless pill. I have to figure out how to advance the genetics based on the environment. You change the DNA based on the environment that you subjective to. This is why I went to the quantum levels. That's what you're seeing in Dimitri, and that's what you're seeing in Ayahuasca. You're in the innerverse now. You're in the quantum level, so there's tons of space in there. See, it's all backwards here, so some people think that when you get out in space, Jupiter's big, man. Jupiter's super small, super petty. Super small, super petty, one-eyed God, okay? All the archons, super small, super petty. They think they're gas giants all blown up with gas, gas only. They need human vessels to carry out their mission. That's why we're saying, notice how the God's name is never separate from who is bringing it because the God cannot move without the person who's carrying it. So look at the covenant. Look what they're doing. They're carrying it, okay? It can't walk by itself because <laughs> it's non-existent. It's fiat. That's what I was getting to is that when the magnification and this is why they say, oh, well, I magnify the sun, but this was, of course, the nighttime sun. When the magnification comes through, and this is when many people are convinced to believe in something, this is the religions, that's when some entity, if you may, this is the body of Christ, okay, 
that entity actually takes form because it's using all of the power of all the individuals that believe in it. So you see the many bosses I got to deal with? A minute dimension where everyone is pouring their energy within a few beings that are keeping the, the, the humanity in their, in their palms, not as if they're real beings, but because of the consciousness that they're leaving people in. Some people are visualizing this again as, 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 as uh, comic book characters or something. I'm telling you, it's energies. And so in a, the religious energy has individuals that are inside of that energy functioning as a body of that energy. But remember, bodies are phi. Bodies are pentagrams. Bodies are shells. Bodies are shades. Bodies are Shaddai. The die part, mainly. Okay? So this is also the death of this whole thing. This is the death of religion, people. This is the death of the legion ghost gods. And who is responsible for bringing about that death and transmutation? There's, an, there's a little clause down there. We don't write bad contracts. There's a promise of death and transmutation on a spiritual dimension. This is not a physical war. Like, why will we get on the physical? <laughs> why will we deal with the eagles? You see what I mean? And that's how you have to bring it. So those who are asking about, well, what are we to do and what's going to go on? It's the fire that is in you because it will light up what you need to do. Like this stuff has a use. Don't demonize any of it. Put it in its place. Oh, you're strong? Okay. Come on over here, strong demon. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have you tilling all the entire field here. You see, everything has a use. That's what, that's, what, uh, the that's what universe, that's what nature, that's what everything is really doing. And the reason why this whole thing is all balanced is because we haven't learned to do it. We haven't learned to keep things in its proper place. As the custodian, hey, come on, get over here. If you want to be something else, you need to learn how to do that. Are you going to put a child on a chainsaw? <laughs> no, you got to learn to do that. This system is redundant. This is how it is in this 3D, 3D reality. So we might as well get used to doing it. So that's what I had to bring forward today. Obviously, some people are having a little bit of questions about different things that I've said, which is fine. And I'll stay around to answer those questions. I really want to let everyone know that this is a serious thing. It's a real thing. If I said anything to you today that may have been perceived in incorrect way, just ask me about it and I'll give you some clarification. But this is exactly what is going on. There is a spiritual level to this that most people don't want to jump on that level. I'll tell you right now, like all this stuff, there's a behind, like I'm explaining it to you, I'm putting a GUI over it, a GUI. This means that th I'm, I'm putting something over that looks nice to you and that you can interpret so that you can understand how to operate the system. Okay? So it's the same. Hey, hey, Savon? Uh-huh. Savon, you were, you were at a table that hears everything you're saying exactly as you're saying it. Uh, so very much like the people that uh, gather around you, this is the same, the, the same energy that's here. So, uh, and quite frankly, you're really, really gentle with regards to this in terms of me. So I think they're enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely. way nastier about the spirituality truth. <laughs> no, don't speak for me. Do not speak for me, Kate. What comes across your tongue is nothing but pure grace compared to what the everybody's willing to submit themselves to what you deal out is go away if you don't like it as far as i'm concerned exactly like they they'll argue with you about a about starting a strip club i mean they won't argue with you about starting a strip club right but then every time you want to come bring truth then oh my goodness oh i think you should want to say it a little bit less but this is not it's just not time for that 
like actually what we're dealing with right now, like this is, we're at the front of emancipation. Like people act like they want to keep remaining here, most of the humans, but think about remaining here, I mean, in a state of consciousness. But if you think about it, it's all about when, like we were talking about earlier, the fractals. It's all about when that one person starts deciding that, okay, first of all, I need to get innovative. This is not about, I just want to rebel. You don't even, do you even know who rebel is? <laughs> Are you familiar with any of these tones or vibrations? The real way to come at it is to scan the whole thing. So at this, this point has to put you into a non-judgmental stage because then you have to be the bridge. And people don't get that this being the bridge thing means not being on the one color side or what, not being on one preferences side or one gender side or any of that. So you're stretched. <laughs> Like people don't understand, like they're literally walking over your body into this, these, through these frequencies and through to the other side. And then some people even stand on the bridge to just admire. And so it takes a lot of strength to do that. But that was what those people were calibrated to do. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying here is that what we're dealing with is our, our, our teaching system, as we've noticed from every angle, has actually been uh, uh, taken offline. Because our teachers, who, who knows, like I think some of them pop up every now and then. Kate's got the show. I'm obviously doing my thing. It's so hard for me to vouch for people these days. Like I can't even really think of someone that I could say edgewise because they won't go here. Like they don't understand that it's all sexual. <laughs> like it's five and six again, bacon seven. Then look, you've got to get eight in order for you to go nine. Then nine back to the hole. <laughs> and then you go back again because this is, num this is a num uh, num num system. Basically, nobody has feelings anymore, and when there's too many numbers, too many people, then you start seeing all the people as if they're like just too many, rather than when we keep small families, right, then everyone is close and tight-knit. Look at it. It's how we act. It's how we behave, right? Now, think about it a long, long time ago. There's only five, six people in the village. There's no Illuminati. So <laughs> like one person's going to be in the Illuminati. It's like, get rid of him, right? But the reality is, is that the population increases. You get these... I, to, uh, even I called myself today, I said, man, you're one of those things. <laughs> you're one of those anomalies. You get these anomalies. And you read in some of the other books, they talk about these numbers that come out. And it starts from the one, two. And if you keep calculating it, it eventually gets into the numbers that the computers are moving on. But these numbers also let you know how exponentially the, the, the planetary system is growing from a level of energy. Because if you take, if it's two uh, millivolts, per cell in each human body, and then you times that by the cells, then you get you know, hundreds of thousands of volts coursing through each individual daily. The thing though is, is that the energy is sent out into the environment, and this is literally what happens. The person sends out the energy and it, it doesn't actually come back. It comes back sometimes in small quantities when someone says thank you. <laughs> but serious, it's one of those things where how our energy is going out, and they've seen us in a quantum field, is it goes into something and it, that something just soaks it up. But generally how we worked was our energy pinged off the ground. And this is something to do with the shadow being the negative side of us. And then once the energy pinged down, it pinged back up. So your body was literally like, it's a Taurus. But it, the, the extension of it was deeper. And so I think this is somehow synonymous with why most people have just a surface understanding of what is going on in the reality. Like they only can go so deep because they don't have the roots. 
But when you have the roots, meaning you know where you come from, you know your, her, your her, uh, heredity, okay? When you know that, that gives you that stance. And this heredity is about earth more so than it's about our tribes and our villages. That's not, you're not going back far enough. You have to go back to where the light is clear again. <laughs> not when it's still in the color. Oh, oh yeah, your great auntie uh, Hu Zan Mei came from, from China. And then, you know, they keep going back, going back, going back. Because if you do the map, you'll see there's still an origin point. So you have to go back even before the origin point. And then that's, that's, that's it. That's the formula. When you go, that's why they, the motivational speakers always say, you just need to be a kid again. You need to be fun with the reality again. You're trying to get back to that point. But they're explaining, you're actually trying to get even before that. This is, they're trying to stop you where you were born, your birth here. The point you need to be at is the unbegotten. And you can get there by contemplating this, the riddle of the mind. It, it turns the mind into a Taurus itself. When you start <laughs> thinking, where did the first being come from? It turns the mind into an infinite loop because from your perspective, everything comes from somewhere. And the sheer idea of us even being here means that surely we came from something. But where did that something come from? And I have to mention this at least periodically enough so people to understand there is a max to what can be assessed here. Ma Tin, the end of the matrix. Okay, the end zone is the Tin, tin here, the Tin Man. Okay, so that's the, when the one and the zero are together, the pole and the whole. That's it, you have all components right there. That's the 10, you graduate. And today I got the feeling more than ever because don't believe we're the first person that ever figured this out and never understood how to run this whole module. This is a module, but <laughs> this is real world, not exercise, meaning that you have to treat this one as if it is real because it is when you believe it is. And that's why fake ass people, <laughs> just say it like that, are a frequency. <laughs> okay, and when you get them around, it's very easy to start believing in the illusion that they believe in. And another thing, there are predators here, meaning that people are preying on one another. You don't have to do a check in your mind every time and play the judgment game of wondering what status a person is in. Did they get wholeness lately? Are they talking what Kate is talking? So recognize, and this is what an enforcer can do, because here, here's the thing, like I, I love when Kate said, well, I'm glad them, them folks showed up that day and did all that crazy stuff, because now look, <laughs> now look what they've done. I told you, to mess with me is to create a force that's even greater than what you can even tell, okay? So if you think about this, then we put the energy in ourselves. we put the worth in ourselves. You take the knowledge that you know, and then you get in your mind, fully convinced about it. And I, and I had something else to say. I just need to take a break real quick and get some water. But I got something and I was right on top of it and I just had to skirt off to the side and say whatever, you know, just to keep the conversation yeah. going on. But give me a minute and I'm, I'm going to come back with this because this one's, this one's heavy. Oh, yeah. Get yourself a drink. Get yourself uh, regassed up for the next round. This is one of the reasons why uh, when Savan comes to the table, I just sit back and... Uh, I listened for all of the things that we haven't, Savannah and I haven't talked in ages, um, texted back and forth a bit. But what, one of the things, and I, and I know you guys are already well on top of this, one of the things you're noticing is how much of what we are sharing at this table is being shared exactly the same in an entirely different perspective, uh, all saying the same thing. And we are at that culmination point, and Savannah is quite right. When you stand and this is exactly what I've been talking about, many of us share. 
when you stand in your truth unrelenting un- unyielding you want to play with me we'll bring it on bitch I'm playing to the death what are you in it for and that in and of itself is, is, is a clear and pure statement of I know who I am I'm immortal I'm infinite exactly and, okay that, that's I, what it was that's what it was I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you Kate but that's what it that what was no, see, no, the, in, that's see the enforcer Let rip. Oh, see the enforcer doesn't play that's the thing. The forcer is not in the game per se. And, and that means that when you see police come, police have to deal with any kind of situation. They don't know what they're going to deal with. The enforcer doesn't know what situation it's going to de- have to deal with, but it's equipped. And guess what? There's tons, myriads with you. You see what I mean? But I encourage people, and this is what I, 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 I wanted to thank Miriam Delicato. She came through here. She was like a mother. She came in with her mother energy, and she said, look, Seven, you know, we've been knowing each other for years, and you're really moving into a lot of levels of energy. But I cannot console you enough to remember, because I'm being prompted to tell you, because you primarily work on the spiritual plane, to stop going to people physically first. You've just started doing that, and you need to stop that. So that came with that direct message, meaning that if you know you got to go deal with the current lady or the, 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 the office down there or whatever the case may be, go first with your spiritual body on a consciousness level, meaning sit down, go there, have that interaction with the spirit of the individual you're coming. Stop talking to humans. Humans don't, they, until they actually get control of themselves again and awake, there is another overarch, meaning an actual overarching shell that generally does all of the communication. And it, meaning that there's a conversation going on with spirits on your behalf when you walk into a room of other people. The spirits go to their side and they start doing their negotiations. I'm telling you, I cannot address this enough about this kind of thing, especially with people who have picked up a lot of spirits. And people do that. Like, remember, spirits of alcohol. Spirits are a lot of different. Spirits are energies. That's why the spiritual plane is just as enigmatic. Actually, it's it's more enigmatic than the physical plane. And that's why we had to make a differentiation, as Sabaka was saying, that the spirit is actually a reference to a specific kind of entity, a race of specific kind of jinn are called spirits. So there's an array of beings that haven't even been categorized in our language yet. But the reality is, is that it all depends on you understanding certain things. And that thing is that a spirit, okay, a spirit is a soul that is still in that same old stage of believing that it's separate. So this doesn't end here. This is what I, for you to understand what the astral plane and the spiritual planes really are, is that this whole idea of separation actually doesn't end when you leave the body, if you're still in that stage of consciousness. Consciousness is going to be where consciousness is going to be. I am that I am, right? So anytime that whole divisive type of consciousness ferments itself into another state of consciousness, I mean, ferments itself into another matrix, and then you breathe life into it, then that's what it's going to be. So... This is just a differentiation of understanding what you're going to deal with when you're in these physical realities and why there's constant need of this kind of shepherding. This is the explanation to why, because some people say, well, why do I need a teacher? Why do I need, because of the physical reality. Physical reality is constantly decaying. It's like watching something, but you're on another level, so you can actually see where it needs to be fixed. Like right now, there's so many problems. It's like, imagine us trying to clean up the earth right now, like just you. 
right? And the earth is your house. <laughs> like by the time you finish cleaning up what they did over in Japan, you're not even going to be <laughs> You see what I mean? Like you're not, this universe is not designed for a small group of people to maintain it. It's a ship, okay? Now let's think about it again. We know it's a ship, but this means that everyone has to be at their stations or else it's crashing. And guess what? Priesthood of Saul at the wheel. Jesuits on the, on, the, on the dock. They're not even guiding the ship. It's already plummeting deeper and deeper into a gravity well. The energy source that pulls ships out of a gravity well are deactivated. Meaning that it's us, our thrust, our levitation that brings the planetary system into a higher frequency. So if we don't feel like it, oh, uh, I don't feel like it. I can't get up in the day right now. I can't do what I need to do, especially if I'm not getting any money. Right? So you see how they did it with the money, with the talisman thing. People don't really want to do anything unless it's about money. I'm facing this so deeply over here at this uh, particular institute. It's crazy. I can't get people to do anything without giving them some kind of money. Like, and you even see it on their face. And this is because they can't even function. I'm not even blaming them. They can't actually function. I had to go back into the, the, the woodwork and come out to create something that actually can get people currency so that they can even move around. They're tied down. Like, remember, A, the first letter of the alphabet is a cow, okay? Uru, bovid, okay? So, with the A, that's carrying, it's carrying the load. It's stationary, they say. Actually, excuse me, the B, the mobile well, okay? But the A is stationary. So this means that if everyone is tapped into a level of energy that is like a cord, it's like a leash. That's what a tie is. A tie is this connection, right? That's your tie to who? Who's the suit? Like, and so this is the thing. It's like when you dig this stuff back and you realize, man, they're using the magic, man. And when they're using the magic, people who are not magical, people who are not spiritual, they'll lose. And this is what I've seen for all these years. I'm like, man, you can't even go at anyone who's working with the spiritual energies on some physical thing. Like it passed right through it. It's not a worthy component. You have to go into the spiritual side of yourself. So this demands that you be real. So you know what you're even experiencing. Oh, trust me, when you get free, you'll know you're free. <laughs> you'll be fully awake. Freedom doesn't mean you're free. You know, they tell you you're free. You're still in the house paying bills. That ain't freedom. That, this is kind of vivid, this freedom thing, right? And so we know that the gig is up. <laughs> uh, we're about 15 minutes to roll over here, so I'm, I'm going to let you keep going, my friend. This is why I love when you show up, because it's just pure download. I decided to do a quick shout-out to uh, for the station and, and to give people the number. For those that want to uh, uh, jump in, once we roll over, we go off the live uh, on air into the recording, and you have to be on the board in order to uh, hear uh, the remainder of the call live, or you can wait until the archive. But that being said, you can call in at 661 Four six seven two four zero one, and it's BTR listener zero two four tonight. For those that just want to put that in their Skype contacts, right click and hit call, and that will bring you to the table. Uh, we've got room for a few people, so uh, please feel free to do that. If you're listening on the Blog Talk page, of course you can hit the Skype button there and follow the bouncing ball to the table. That being said, thank you so much to Paul Giovanni and the crew at Critical Mass Radio, Ninja, uh, Rob Freeman, all of you. And, of course, uh, to the ones that are, well, ne never mind doing uh, the helping part, but going above and beyond to make sure that this table, this ship, not only floats, but is screaming 
the cutting edge into consciousness uh, to go back to what uh, Savannah had just shared about taking a sinking ship and raising it up. It's time to stand to post. So that being said, uh, again, 661-467-2401, and uh, we'll roll as long as Savon wants to, and I'm good with that. So, uh, well, I definitely wanted to Savon? get. I definitely wanted to get to uh, some questions because I know the ladies probably have some questions, and there are probably some people who um, who may have just been listening on the line and want to talk about something. But I also wanted to say, just just so you, <laughs> everyone understands, because they always act like they didn't understand what was said in 15 minutes. You're not going to be able to hear the conversation anymore unless you call in. So you can actually call in now and you can hear the conversation. But after that 15 minutes, there will be no more being able to call anymore to listen. So you, you need to kind of understand that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <One laughs> I always get the, remember, the person that, that comes back on the yeah, blog that, talk. That, <laughs> that'll make people snap too. Uh, the number is 661. 467-2401 and the BTR listener number is 024. Put that in your Skype, right click, hit call, you're on the board. And uh, so on, I, I gotta tell you, um, everything you've shared tonight goes far and beyond confirming everything that we've been talking about from uh, ideal strictly from the busting the Phoenicians, uh, the phonics aspect of the <laughs> mirror trap here. Now you mentioned the word uh, Monaco, well turn it around and it's the con uh, mo which is the con of the modus operandi right right because mother's <laughs> masculine father is feminine right modus operandi is intent and fa is heart which is divine feminine source so you're you're saying exactly uh, the same thing completely different and this is why i love when you show up so man please, you know and, I, and, I, and i'm thinking sometimes man where can this really go like sometimes i'm in here and i'm like man this thing is super real like i got this um okay so we have this cymatic software right like we for some reason i was i, I was prompted to look on the internet this is like four years ago about this cymatic software and then i finally found uh, somebody who made some right and then I, I got the program and the program didn't even really, it didn't work right. And so I tried to get in touch with the dude. I'm hunting this dude down about this software. He doesn't even get, get, get with me, right? So I decide, okay, I'm gonna start, keep spearming with the software. And I even threw the software on the site, right? This is how you get someone to hit you back. So he hits me back, he's irate. Why are you got my software? You take my software down, blah, 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 blah. And I said, look, man, we're on, we're on the same path, man. I'm trying to figure out why sound is shape is color. You know, I feel like, you know, I, I need the software. You're, you're basically, you either get in position or you get, or you get out of here. You know, I'm like, I rate about, look, this is about humanity. So he goes, so he's pissed. And then so he, two, three days go by, then he emails back, look, you know, I probably came at you too strong. You know, it's just because you posted my stuff. I didn't ask permission. I said, I tried to get in contact with you. Here's the email. So anyway, long story short, he ended up calling me like a month later. He asked me that I want to buy the software. So of course I, I, I took, a, took advantage of that. I said, sure, I'll buy it. Like I'll, I'll take it to the next level if I can and let me know if you need any money to keep producing it. So he's like, okay. So it's little stuff like that. So I have the license to the only cymatic software on the internet, but this software, it, it holds portals. The portals are infinite. You need to type in 790.91 Hertz you get a shape that literally vibrates. Whether you put it, print it out, put it on the table, have it on the screen, it vibrates. And it, it does something. We just don't know what it does. So do you see how I was trying to, what I was trying to get across the most is what we have going on in this world right now with the Bruno Mars <laughs> and all these other characters is that 
we do have a natural inclination of what is the right direction. Like the universe knows what the right direction is and it knows that's within growth. But it also knows that death is a necessary part of growth. It kind of ties it in. But it doesn't think that it's primary. Okay? Death, deuce, two, is not a primary. Okay? So what happens is, is that I started realizing that, man, that it, if we could get into what we're supposed to be learning, intuitively we would find the way. We wouldn't find things that we fear because there's no fear. We're going together. Like, I mean, who other than we would meet than another part of ourselves? It'd be like, oh, daddy, auntie. Man, I remember that. Oh, my goodness, it's so long ago. I remember I was a coacozoid. Oh, my goodness, how could I ever forget that? <laughs> it's like something that you really forget, and then one day you're, you get a recollection of it, like one of those crazy dreams you had. And you're like, man, how could I ever forget that? It was like one of the craziest things. And it's because the amplification of the grid of the communication system. We've already isolated it. Meaning that the actual energy system of each ind individual is so powered down that it doesn't have enough energy to con conductively connect to the person that's next to it. This is a vivid thing. People use shock. People on a lighter level, when it gets heavy, there's literally like a, a pranic force between you and this individual. And then the individual that's across the street. Individual all around. And this is a network. And in this network, everyone's naked. Like there's no, there's open source. There's no viruses running through the system, but so because everyone can see each other's mind. And this benefit of seeing another person's mind actually gives you omniscience. It gives you to, to be able to feel when someone's in the jungle without actually being in the jungle. So this is what the next level of this, and you know what? People need to understand that I'm, I'm going to, we're going to get this. I say I'm as in a whole group of us. We're going to, we got to go for this. If I got to go this lifetime, the, li the world that's after this lifetime, whatever, I'm going to make it happen for this planetary system where that resolved about it. And it's more than possible. The interesting part is, and this is something else that I wanted to mention earlier, you'll notice, I noticed this kind of phenomena with the human being. When they get right in front of what can change everything for them, what is the point that it's like if they've been asking for something for so long and then right at that point that they're about to get it, you'll find they actually didn't want it. You'll find that they'll actually are, they're actually scared of it. That the reason why that they actually put it so far out there, this conception that nobody is supposed to be able to accomplish, is so that they wouldn't have to get to it. This is the total recollection of all this self. This is the, the actual awakening. This is why people are scared to use certain types of substances like Dimitri and Ayahuasca, because it takes you into this side of yourself and you're like, wow, man, I didn't even know. And I'm about to open up here because I'm about to show people what I've been able to do personally, and then I spread that to everyone that I can, is make myself a conduit for the highest ideas and innovation and how they can really become possible and in a balanced way. And that has led me to people. I've talked to people in Switzerland. I talked to a guy in Mexico. He's laying layers of conductors onto small strips and applying monatomic, in, monatomics in curing individuals with this, okay? Because it's, it's, just, it's an energy source. See, so there's this thing about us, and that's why I was saying before, this whole universe, it, it means everything. It wants to give us everything. Our lot is everything. It's only when we don't want to take everything anymore. Do you see what's happening here? 
So it was, they say, well, what, what do you, you know, you're always thinking your family's going to leave you something. Maybe somebody leave you something you don't even know. You get, get that call one day, and they tell you, well, you, you know, you've been in a wheel. Somebody had wrote a wheel, W-H-E-E-L. <laughs> somebody wrote a wheel, and then they said that this belongs to you. How much is this real, Sator, Rotus, uh, Tarot? How much is the wheel? It's for everything. Oh, my goodness, Eureka. The wheel says everything, but wait a minute. <laughs> What if it meant confined one? What if it meant aborigines? What if it meant, you see what I mean? This is where this choosing goes on. And this is why Yadabeo is the God of the chosen, chosen people, right? So this means that if one God is the one, then that means every other God isn't. If your faith is the one, then, you're, then everyone isn't. If your way is the right way, then every other way isn't, right? So then guess what? Everyone's in a bubble imagining that their way is the right way. But no matter how fast they run, because it's in a circle, we're all going to eventually meet each other at the same point. So guess what? I stopped being a dog taste of my tail. I watched the entire metamorphosis of my own personal being. I watched metamorphosis of Jack, Luke, Michael, different names, and understanding what those names mean. Symbolism, black dogs around, the dogish kind of character, behavior, to other stages of the consciousness. We're, we're meeting people that are on a whole different stage of consciousness as you metamorphosize your consciousness. So I, I've put input into the system and watched the output. I've tested it. I've turned it off. I had one time I had my spiritual connection so high, I was lucid dreaming at least four days out of the week. I could count to you how many contrary thoughts, meaning thoughts that weren't my own, where my mind wandered, that I would have a day on one hand. And most of the time I didn't get on three, over three feet, uh, fingers. And then I was able to actually see people give. And this was a whole other lifestyle. People don't even know about this. But when I would go places, people just walk up to me. Within one month, and I had just come out of incarcerated, I had $40,000 from people just putting me on new things. And because I had cleaned up the energy entirely. And then four months later, I made decisions and turned off all the energy to watch it all stop vividly. Meaning that it is, frequency is a real thing is what I'm here telling you. I've tried them all. And then when you screw around with your frequency and you get off harmonic, then all sorts of stuff, then you, you deal with all these un, unexpected things because you're in the irrational areas. You're in areas that you can't predict really what's happening. That's why they say uh, 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 that the, the height of the day, it is hot. So don't move in the heat, meaning that you don't always put yourself and put your body, and this is the major thing that we need to start thinking about. If you're putting your body through all this stress and all this tension, mad, angry, upset, bad food, all these kind of things, then it actually is really going to affect where your spirit really goes because they're all intertwined. There, there was never any separation. This presence that we have, this consciousness, this reasoning that doesn't make us animals is our soul. It is that whole consciousness. It's, it's why we, we talk to ourselves. You see, this is all something that we're sharing. It's the highest level of power reason, right? So re-sun, okay? Get your sun back together. Cycle it. It's not masculine. It's not feminine. It's both. It's a dynamo. It's a generator. Now, your body, again, the way your muscles are, and this is why sometimes if you, if you want to get into these higher stages of consciousness, now each person is different, but I'm talking to 
those Martians out there that need to start enforcing this maritime law, fast twitch. Meaning that your fiber needs to be tight to hold the conductivity that is necessary to stay on the astral plane. That's a tip. There's a lot of guidance happening here. People are running out, it's in nature, it's in every single part of any real system that's real, minerals, uh, herbs, knowledge, like any real system that's real can give you an energy, because as we, I was talking about earlier in this conversation, the evocations to the gods, quote unquote, were verbal. I have the actual text. They were verbal evocations of the energies of the animals, not the actual animals. So this means that you have a vessel that embodies all the power. And I'm, you know, I'm being a little redundant here. I'm going to take a break, let this whole thing switch over, answer some questions. But realistically, you know, I get excited. I'm going to just take a break and then get myself together and then start explaining to people a little bit more about how they can get the underpinning unseated so that they can get this levitation thrust going into the state of consciousness and going on because it's happening now. You're missing out then if you're not, if you be truthful to yourself, if you're not experiencing higher states of consciousness and you don't have control yet over your entity and your environment, this means that we're here to jailbreak you. And so that's what's up. I'm, I'm getting you out of your body. I'm getting you out of the shell. I'm getting you out of the prison. See, I'm getting you out of the prism, taking you out of the pyramids. Yeah, it just almost happened. Hold his brother. What's up? <laughs> hey, Mike. All right, so. Hello. 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 If anybody else gets it like this, though, right? Like, when you sit and meditate, you get an image coming into your mind. A lot of the time, it's like the cosmos and, and planets and one thing or another. And I try to bring it into focus. And the act of trying to bring it into focus makes it vanish. It goes away. If nobody would mind, I would like to bring it down into one mathematical sentence. Hopefully, Kate will hear me. Heaven knows, awesome. But before there was zero and one, there was me. Oh. Yeah. Does anybody understand that math? That's, that's, yeah, that's the direct understanding. That's what I was saying. The numbers make you numb. The more the numbers increase. We can explain one and we can explain zero. But before that, I was, I am. And that's why we came here. This table is that, the four, zero, and one. 1741 would carriage what? Somebody's giving their address out. Look, uh, also the other thing is about, remember, the Arabs introduced the, the, the zero, the concept of the zero. So that means that they actually are, are, are purposely saying that they're, they're becoming the womb. So zero is in a tense yes. number. That's a <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly. a contract. Before the zero and one, I was, I am. I, I feel am. you. I feel you. Right. So everything he said and everything Kate says and everything we say, before all this, um, Cable called the game, I was. And I created one and zero. And you know, the thing is, I, I really like, and the other thing is, I really like this reality. Like, I think this could be a great place. Like, I got plans. You see what I mean? There's a lot of stuff already around that, that, you know, was bought from other places and that this is really a magnificent thing. Like, I know trash when I see it. So this is not that kind of party. I like this saying, too. It says, um, okay, maybe something else is going on. But it says, but, may, but maybe it's just me. Maybe I come to please and I leave before it, before it isn't pleasing anymore. Maybe I'm a season. Maybe I'm the summer. And I like that because it's like, you know, you still remember that there's these forces. They're like the sun. They're going to move through this 
it, regardless, they're not actually like tripping off of the whole who's better and who's not. And, and, but it's a massive thing because we're almost done here. Like this is the last stretch. So in certain tenses, you know, it's, it's all or nothing. And, and for me, like even today, I felt the energy. I know when something says, you know, you need to be there. You need to say this now. Like, and then sometimes I know some massive stuff and then I'll even forget to talk about it. I'll even forget to say it and it'll just be specifically, let's talk about that. And like today it's been about, look, like there, there's another part to this. And that part is, is that there are people, and, and, and this is like what I was saying about that whole 12 tribe thing. Remember, if you're in 3D, there is some division going on here despite what we, what we want to believe and what we don't want to believe. It's actuality. And because of that, that means that there are people that are calibrated to deal with some of the stuff that some people won't even accept is going on, okay? And this is, that's what I was saying, like when you get minds running and you get people getting creative and getting malicious, then all sorts of things are created. And that's what, that's like the situation of a person who changes poles, they have to deal with that. That's why they interpol, police, et cetera. They have to come in and, and put something into, some, some input into it and actually to balance it out. But you don't, again, know what situation that you're gonna have to deal with. And now, we're in a world where, once again, we're being called in. The enforcers are being called in. And this was, man, I had this, and I haven't got it, I'm not sure if I actually explained this on the air, but I actually I think I explained a portion of this, this dream. And I never talk about dreams. Like people think about you know, how long I've been on the air and I don't talk about my dreams. But this dream right here was so vivid. I knew it was, it had so many, it was real. It had so many symbols on it and so many things going on. It was like a quick glimpse into what you really do with your astral body and how you've been preventing, like those that are, that are in this position of enforcer, has been preventing chaos from happening a lot, but just on the dream plane because that's where it takes place first. So when it's neutralized there, it never makes it to the physical plane. Why some stuff obviously getting through the dream, getting through the spiritual planes can eventually leak into this world. And so it's, it's, it's almost like the superhero thing. It's like you have a different job at night. Every time you go into this dream body, you go off and you educate people. You go off and you stop things from happening on higher cogs. And, and this is why I said the universe and understanding the universe as an organism lets us also see that there are primary organisms and secondary organisms, meaning there's, there's centers of your body that have more consciousness in them than others because the consciousness is not needed. Meaning like in the lower parts of the body, this is the less, less consciousness because the only thing needed down there is heat. So notice people who don't have a lot of consciousness have a tendency to be angry and upset and hot a lot. You see what I mean? Because the, the, the knowledge is like cooling. It's like water on the tongue. Knowledge is water. So it cools the being that would otherwise blow. Like I know personally, I'm as a spiritual being constantly being massaged, constantly being dipped in uh, uh, some kind of water or fluid to keep me from blowing. And blowing is, I know a lot still more about spiritual power. So if I get crazy enough if i feel like that the world's not going to expand for whatever reason and that it's all up to me then i may go say a few words that end it for other beings that are causing problems you see what i mean but then then because i've already seen the future to that the universe uses me as an example it doesn't work out well for me and it doesn't work out well for the other beings. This is what I noticed the universe does. I said, man, this universe getting played by the universe thing's got to end too. Because see the universe, like let's say for instance, you're in this relationship 
and you got, let's say, a child, and you run out on that relationship, run out on that child. You're a runner. You've been doing this all your life. So when you leave, you, didn't, you won't be necessarily better, okay? It won't be a benefit for you. And then for the person you ran out on, it won't be a benefit for them either. But there'll be a lesson for both of you, and the universe taught that lesson. So this is what I started noticing. The universe, does it, in, in situations, excuse me, not the universe, but in situations, sometimes, and in many cases, there's not always a victor, okay? Like, we all need to get out of the state of mind that someone always wins, damn it. There is another status where both are losers. <laughs> and I, I feel like this world is going through that right now. Like, whether we obliterate Samuel and the Illuminati and all the rest of them, we'll still be losers in the book of how well we were able to educate children. Because that's all I can really see them as. They're beneath me. Beneath me in the sense that they reach a certain part of my degree, like a thermometer. That's why a child starts growing up, right? It grows in height. A tree grows in height. Degrees go up in height. So where the Illuminati is, is like where my toenail is, okay? On the spectrum of energy. That's what we're talking about here, right? So that's something that we, we start needing to get into. And so when you want to stoop that low, though, because somebody's got to do it, that's why the matriarchal mothers had weird things going on. Like, look at the book Alien Wombs, in alien wombs and alien oranges, something like this. This, is a, this book is not about aliens. It's about the women from the Sudanese, the Sudanese women from the Zar cult, the Zar tribe, Z-A-R, the first real Sars, okay? Later on, this became Caesar. This became the Romans running around with the, with the wigs on and everything trying to be matriarchal mothers. They stole the Zar cult tradition. But the Zar cult tradition is not something, it's netherworld behavior. You can watch it. Like if you read the book, if you have enough time to sit through it, the lady is there. It's a lady that did a documentary on it. She wrote an entire book. And you see that there's, there's different ramifications. This is not a world that meshes very well with the new Western innovative and even Eastern teachings, okay? Because before there was Eastern, before there was Western, there was this. And this stuff is so potent, it's like venom. It's like poison. See, poison is potent. That's why when you take a poison and you, you, uh, you uh, decrease its power, it becomes an antidote. There's power in division then. This is why anyone says, oh, no, we need to come together, we need to come together. There's division, there's cutting, there's all sorts of things in 3D. It's just all about the situation. When the situation presents itself, then you decide what weights and measures to use. But you will be confined to your degrees, meaning how much you know. Knowledge is measured in degrees. Doctor's degree, PhD, all these different degrees, right? This is degrees of the fire, degrees of the energy. How much energy can you really hold? I'm sitting on the kilojoules of energy over here, holding it. Meaning that I haven't exploded, I'm not going nuts yet, I'm not hurling all sorts of symbols and things at these folks to get them to stop what they're doing. What I'm doing is, is I'm working directly with the situation, working with the people that are involved in the situation from both sides on a spiritual level. Not coming to talk to human beings, you don't talk to a human being about a demon that is mastering over them. You come to writ meaning you come with authority. You see, this is going on in the astral plane. This is not something you get into your 3D, uh, uh, 3D uh, five-sense body and start messing with. And that's why, that's why there were certain people that instructed how to do this. 
That's why this wasn't just uh, the Jack and Jane, oh, oh, let's go and play around in the netherworld. <laughs> let's go and say some of these tones and vibrations, Sister Sarah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not, this is the real thing, okay? This is when you go into the plane and what you say happens or what you think occurs regardless of what you're thinking. So imagine some of the states of mind here, they're actually in benefit because of the, the situation that they're in, because putting them on the astral plane will allow instant manifestation of their worst fears. It would not be anything else beside fear because now fear has become attached to new. Oh my goodness. The place of origin has become a place where nobody wants to go. Oh. Is that what's really happening? Of course. It's a channel. I can just tap right into the channel. See, all the things that they did with the computers, this is why I really, really got computer savvy. I've been doing it since I was born. Because once I realized who created the computers, then why they used the, the flopping, that's the highest measure, the petaflops. Why they used the gigahertz. Why they use these particular units of numbers. What is the central processing system? What is the core? Why is there magnets? Why, where are the magnets operating on a spindle? How sensitive is the magnet to other magnetic energy? How much information can be held per panel? When you know that, how to encase a, a bit of information in a megapixel, and then you swap that over. And that's why I say any system you become a master in. That's why everyone starts off as Jack or the Joker or the Fool, because they're the Jack of all trades, but the master of none. They haven't actually walked completely through any system because they're on the teeter-totter, the roller coaster. Every time they get almost done learning something or mastering something, they go back in the other direction. Oh, flip-flop. Doesn't know if he wants to be in or she wants to be in or wants to be out. Like you, Kate was saying at the beginning of the show, either you're, you know, either you're a part of this, or you're either with the whore or not. Like, just be one or the other. And that's even what the Bible says, you know, you're, you're not hot nor cold. <laughs> How, you're, you're, you should be one or the other, but because you're not, you're lukewarm, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth, meaning that you will keep coming through regurgitation, reincarnation. Because even if you go into these, he these heavy states of spiritual consciousness, quote unquote, what's supposed to be called witchcraft, but your core is true, because that's, if your core ain't good, it doesn't matter what you run into, honey. You're just, until your core gets tried true, it doesn't really matter. That's what, that's what I learned, meaning that you can take something that's supposed to be completely good and it'll be evil if you don't have a good core. Because some people think they got a good core or running around toting the Bible around everywhere, right? Evil. It lives. So that's supposed to be the good people, <laughs> so you could throw them out. So what I'm saying is, is that then you got other people, I might read through half of Zictractus, Necromico, whatever, to realize that these idiots do not know what they're doing in the, in the world and are only just creating eidolons and symbols that they're tying people through to an etheric connection with sound and shape and color. And that's it. But I'll gain more from that than I may gain from volumes of the Upanishads of kissing God's ass, basically. So this is what I mean by being truthful with it in what, at whatever cost, because I'm not for sale. I'm not in a sale. I'm outside of time. Seven. I didn't give myself the name. It's Evans with the S put in front. Savant. Savant. I only got to be good at one thing. Then I master everything, mainly myself, because I'm everything, and you are too. But the constant conjecture, meaning that yet we will find people reciting this same thing all around the globe right now. We're all in unison. 
But those ones who are still thinking outside in some other state of conscience, even right now, they, they can't even hold on to the concept of thought because they can't ride the wave. That means that you need to sync up. Now, guess what? We throw out because we're moving. We throw out these cables and all you got to do is grab one. Meaning that this is not a charity in the tense of we're not trying to uh, cripple people by babying them. <laughs> if that's anything that people have learned from the message in the, in, in, in the mixture of the individuals that have been chosen to bring forth this kind of message, it's that oddball. Right. I throw an oddball at you, it'll move mysterious ways and you won't even see it. Meaning it'll come from a place that they can't predict. Nor, when they do are aware of it, can they even do anything about it? It's like a comet. It's a comet coming. What are you going to do? Meaning that the activation of the entire planetary system is on the way. It was already decreed. It happens every time. Only the early bloomers, they get a chance to experience it first. Some of them bloom a little too early, though, and they get a little crazy. It's possible. I saw everything in the spiritual field. It didn't have rules. That's what kept baffling me about it. That's why I kept going in. I just, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> you got to figure out the unbegotten is what you're going to do. And that's never going to happen. Because that's what keeps it all spinning. Even the highest states of thought still have to know. And this is what I realized today. This whole idea of a creator, okay? It's way higher than everyone could ever conceive, right? It's just a point to ping off of of something that you know had to be in the equation. Because when you keep going back, going back, going back, you're gonna eventually get to some, some advanced something. So we anchor to that. And it's like the Sailor Moon, I think that they had this thing where they throw some kind of lasso around it and then they get pulled off by it. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about vibrating and biorhythmically connecting to energetic forces that are unsluggish. There's no concepts of loss of energy, <laughs> uh, interests, taxes, needs, wants. You know, look, interests, interset, taxes, erotaxis, abraxis, 365, five, five gods, Isis, Horus, Set, and the other two. Then the five throws off the balance through the pyramid. The pyramid leaves the planet on the wobble. Five gods are brought into the system. These five gods leave uh, uh, fighting from Egypt, quarreling with everyone that they come in contact with, using the Pythagorean symbols instead of building and, and sculpting, but turning them upside down and putting straight lines on them to cut, right? Because that's what they're cutting. Scythes cutting holes in the dimension, opening up wombs and bringing distorted shapes, non-perfected forms into the reality, utilizing words, tones and vibrations bought from a vulgar or vulgate turkey vulture, meaning the one who wears the, uh, the, the bald-headed turkey vulture, Moho Mandan, the one who was opposed to the matriarchal clan, the ones that were recessive with the left side of their brains being recessive and causing an imbalance within their spiritual power thus became sorcerer, depending on a source rather than themselves. You see, so this is the saga of mankind and woman. And we've been in this back and forth together in the same bodies, diving in, diving out, meaning the man dive into the vagina, then the girl come out, she, the man dives back into the vagina. You see Isis holding her, her son who is her husband. This is a symbol meaning that we just keep diving in He's a deep sea diver. <laughs> he keeps going in the fi. 
His sex or six is on fire. He's going, plunging into five, looking for the depth of something that is the origin of who, where he came or she came from. It came from the mother. Okay? And then just some clarification, because some people say he keeps saying he. He. He in Hebrew actually means female. So there's a trick here with the term yad he vache because it actually refers to a female, an Amazon to be exact. Behold, we were on the island of Amazons. When you come onto the planet, the pheromones from most of the flowers that are here immediately put you into a, a daze and a sleep, a stupor of illusion. That's what the Mayans said. So this is what we have on these cogs at times. It's stories. This used to be, we used to sit by the campfires, right? And this used to be the greatest level of entertainment. It was like TV. But now it's time for us to get into what we should be doing. Taking all this now as just training and then going into action because this is what you'll notice. And I'll say this and I'm done. In math, they teach you all this stuff, right? That later on you never even use. Most of the time you just grab a calculator. So the actual application then of 80% of what I mentioned today for the common person is very low. For the spiritual adept, it's very high. But I'm dealing with common people. The mission here is the masses. So this means that my actions then, because masses of asses is mass, okay? My, my frequency that I need to be dealing with is action because action is a vivid, uh, a vivid thrust into 3D. It's a statement. Once I write a book, it can't be undone. <laughs> I just lay my mark down. That's it. Nobody can do anything. Put his foot in it, whatever. You see what I mean? So those actions then, those are going to be what the people need as far as the ones that are in numerous are in, numerous, uh, uh, in a numerous state of numbers, still confused in their own minds, etc. The ones that are in wholeness, they could take these kind of conversations, they could do wonders with it. It's potent. Every time they listen to it over and over again, it, it keeps fertilizing new states of thought. So imagine then, because there was a problem with the Martian. See, the Martian and the whole Mary thing was actually the agreement. And this is uh, towards the end of the conversation. The agreement then is this whole that one belongs to another. Okay? Think about it. Mary. You marry me? belong to me. Having a whole sickness chair, there do a part. Okay. So this means then, if you belong to one, then you cannot belong to another one. This is a covenant. So the origin of law was the origin of the split, or the origin of the Big Bang, or the origin of Mary. Okay. So to go before that is to get into a stage of consciousness where there's an orgasmic field that actually begins to build around you because you no longer are spoken for. You're not owned by anyone. This is a concept, and not even just a concept, I hate that word. This is a, a, a level of belief that we practice. And the people who go into a high stage of consciousness, they always practice that. I don't, it's not a sexual thing. But if something is saying to me that you're mine or you only belong to me and you can't do it, you don't want to be in those. That's... That's the whole what went wrong with the agreement. Now, when we agree to all work together, there's no limit to how many I can connect to. Now we're talking about real communication. Now we're talking about unlimited. So if you notice in countries, what they've done is they've married and they say fallen angels and they restrict them based on their regions. 
So in order to get over the port, you need, even through the portal, you need a passport, meaning you actually need another agreement with another entity to get through there. Now, Amaraka, the Amazon, was offering those kind of agreements, meaning that she was offering that if you wanted to go and start over, go to another place, the promised land, <laughs> then you can link up with her and give her your child. Okay, and this is the covenants, by the way, of when the covenant is by the child. The child means a covenant. A coin is uh, at times what the, the child is looked at. It's the altar itself, the sacrifice. Okay, so the children go into this new promised land. That's why in the Old Testament, you notice there was a lot of people that actually didn't go to the promised land. Their children went. This is the metaphor. So then there's a hope that it will be better Isis Ra, under Isis Ra and El, but that doesn't actually look like what's going on. So people need to see that these covenants and these agreements that have been done by great, great, great grandfathers and all this, yoking themselves, and God we trust, you know, and uh, uh, to, uh, they say, to the republic for which it stands. Oh, this is a republic? I thought this was a democracy. I mean, <laughs> is there a typo there? No, this is a republic. So the republic is Rome. So what has Rome classified you? Are you a praetorian? I mean, where's your status? Chattel? I mean, what are we talking about? Because the people that I'm talking to now, they, they're going all the way up there. They're going to the Grand Council on the spiritual plane and bringing forth their decrees. They're saying there's just degrees beyond 33. There's no limitation between, beyond, my, there's no limitation of my knowledge. Notice how 33rd degree is an honorary degree, first of all. So 33rd degree is because you actually did something for the queen. Other than that, you're 32nd degree. But there's a limit here. And this is the 33 because these are the degrees of the 33rd fallen angels, meaning the 33rd disagreeable spirits that have fell to the planet. This means that a person is only, they're saying in a nutshell, that you can only achieve the highest side of the incomplete part of yourself. One corner of the pyramid, which is what the three, anytime threes are used, it means one part of the pyramid. So the highest degree that they can reach is one corner. You see? So there is a galactic council where there are higher degrees because all these degrees are of knowledge. Now, if you really want to understand how this worked, and this is not uh, something me telling you to go and do something because by all means that this system is, is very potent, but sound is shape is color. So when firing a frequency into an open space, especially a space that's tessellated, the actual sign of the energy, like the actual sign that the, the, the sound actually makes will form itself in fire. So this sign or this symbol then is taken, written down, and then interpreted. And that becomes the degree. And so how the degrees are passed, and this is the original system, how the degrees are passed then is that they put the symbol in front of you. This is the ancient, ancient mystery school. They would, they don't, they're not the judges of who processes and who doesn't. You are. There wasn't no carrot in front of a rabbit like, oh, if you do this, you'll get this. This was, if you are about what you say you are, you'll benefit. Here's the symbol. Tell us what it means. Now, there's a master key, meaning that one who is awake, who probably gave the symbol, wrote down what the symbol means, what it really means, what it actually means. And so then when you were tested on the symbol, if you didn't interpret the symbol properly, not only would they know your state of consciousness, but they will also know that you cannot handle that kind of energy. So that energy was 
basically your next level. You would have to keep working till you get to that level. And this has also became known as martial arts. Okay, you would have to keep working martially, meaning through a war with yourself. None of this was external. The battlefield of Arunja was inside. So you would go on this war with yourself and keep battling the demon, meaning battling the diamond man, the actual cube, the actual 666 carbon-based life form that's still in its most densest state, carbon almost lead, and you would have to battle him, meaning heat him up until he becomes a diamond or it becomes a diamond, this is referring to it as he because of its nature, and then from that make its transmutation by cutting its face or its facets, thus allowing it to actually shine, thus a shining one. And this is the jewels and the diadem of the crown of a sheik, meaning that these are what jewels mean for higher beings. <laughs> so you need to also ask yourself even on another scope, am I just another jewel and another crown? This is how you keep blowing back off the reality. And this whole process is called eight. I ate it. You start becoming so big that you stop seeing things separate. And then as you're doing that, you're actually consuming it. Even God is now inside of you. He's like y'all Baal exclaims, I'm the only one, but from inside of the womb. So it's the same thing. God no longer is actually this creature who has dominion over you on Sunday. It, it becomes a small part of a concept of a Germanic ghost-faced God because you really learn the meaning and then you expand into that you are the supreme being and you are to emulate the supreme being, your parent. You see what I mean? So this is, this is what I'm talking about, baby. That this is, you know, that's, I ain't got nothing else to say. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> oh, brother. Eight becomes nine, right? Or eight to nine, and here we eight are. Eight becomes right? nine. The nine is the Enneagram. That was all they practiced up in Kemet because they, are, they didn't play the game. They didn't even play with the seven. They played with the nine. The nine was like, that was the whole scope. That's the number that infinitely turned upon itself. That was their phi, man. You see, phi is determined by what we think it is. It's not determined by what the calculator says. Even before that, what about before zero and one? I mean, like I said, if you want to discuss the unbegotten, then maybe we didn't even convey the conversation properly because actually talking about something that doesn't even have any words doesn't make any sense. It won't anyway because it's devoid of senses. It's what I was talking about before. It's collapsing senses. So some people are trying to get more senses, right? Six cents, seven cents, eight cents. Why others who are moving actually in the other direction, and we're not saying what is the best direction, are collapsing their senses. So they start to hear see. Okay? The first two senses, like Russian dolls, the systems collapse into each other. The first stage is you hear see. This allows you to travel down the tubes of time because everything that's making a sound, you can see a tube going to it. So then after you collapse that next one and collapse that next one, and then you're going into the subjective plane. Remember, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you because of the experience, you're going into the subjective plane. Now, what the subjective plane is about, now remember, this is, you know, is this going to take a highway to the danger zone? <laughs> Look, what you're dealing with in the void, this is why you need a jumper and a catcher. You need a tether. This is ancient teaching. When you go into these states of consciousness, there generally was someone there with you. Because when you were going to that stage of consciousness, they needed to basically, it's like a tether. As you travel, you're going into the abyss. So you just basically jumped across the water door and make up the cord 
on you. And this was symbolically to the priest going into the holiest of holies with the cord tied on, with the rope tied onto him. And then they would drag him back out if, you know, something happened, right? So this is what we're talking about. Someone goes into the objective, subjective plane. They got the tether. There's a, of someone holding them in a tense. And this is how this manifests in the physical reality, people, by the way, is it's keeping you from going crazy. Now, I don't want to talk to people really right now that haven't really been here because if you haven't almost lost your mind before, then you don't know what I'm talking about. In the higher vibratory frequency, it's actually a vivid thing. So your neurons are, are on, like it's actually, it, it can feel like fire, okay? And if, the, and if the Kundalini is, and I hear a reverb, but if the Kundalini is not configured properly and the chakras are not open properly. Devon, hang, yeah, uh, hang on a sec, Savon. Okay, uh, okay, guys, thanks. I think someone fixed uh, that. Can I just add something to what, what you were just saying there, Savon? Yeah. What, what you're describing there right now is the, the razor's edge. That is where the point of getting all reality and losing your mind look like the same thing. Right. And it is such, it is such a tenuous walk. This is why, and I'm going to tell people, this is why noise and, and all the rest of the jumping in and all, all of that is so fucking dangerous. Because there are some of us that are walking that tightrope. We don't need juggled around. This is the higher self that you're speaking of that has that grip, that rope holding us in place. That's the universe exactly. I speak of that I trust. That's exactly. my higher self. Exactly. So I'm glad I, you clarified that because I some people saw that as a, a separate person. But yeah, like for the, for the real, <laughs> I mean, I love the way you clarified too because it, it separates the real from the fake. <laughs> but for sure, <laughs> it's not a physical person. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's the oversoul and the oversoul actually tethers the individual and, and, and helps them stay sane. And I actually had this happen to me. Like I actually went for five seconds crazy. And it's, it's something I can professionally explain. It's literally something is, it's like you slipped a wheel. Um, it's like you were, something got stripped. Like as your energy keeps going and building and building and building, it's more and more and more and it's coursing through you. And then one of the organ <laughs> shuts. And then what happens is, is that this other voice or this separate state of consciousness, because I guess when the organ fails, the chakra fails, it falls into a stage of division. Then it starts talking, <laughs> literally English, okay? Any language you communicate. And it's uh, talking as if it's separate. And this is what's happening with people that actually have lost their mind. So I was able to back the energy back down and I slipped this chakra back into its cog. And that was done by talking about a story, a metaphorical story between Muhammad and Abu Bakr. Like people don't even get, you know, some of these stories are deeper metaphors about something totally different that we're yet to realize. But it was basically about that Muhammad had this individual with him named Abu Bakr. And Abu Bakr was the enforcer, meaning that when people were trying to come against the message of this whole oneness and connectivity, et cetera, some enforcer had to be around. But the conscious state of the enforcer was so different then the other individual, and it's funny that we're bringing this up today, meaning that the state that Abu Bakr and, and, and uh, Muhammad were like opposites, but they were, the be they were best friends. That's what the book says, that they were best friends. These are all metaphors. It's saying that that opposite state of consciousness actually comes in to save you at a certain point. 
Oh, you remember this is all full of shit. You better get back here. <laughs> like, it's, it's not real. Come back. Because that's the opposite state of consciousness. That's the ground. That's the density. So you also have people in your life that function as that. And I'm saying you want to get too many of these people. But remember, for really spiritually conscious people, they generally have some kind of partner that is at, functions as their grounding. And this actually gives them greater amplification. It allows them, instead of flying around all the place, flying around all the time with ideas, 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 it allows them to ground and sit down and actually build something. That's why that fool card, Jack the Joker, he has this pack on his back, right? And it's a red pack. And inside of that isn't everything. That's what they say in the card, that everything is inside that pack. But the problem with the Joker is, with Jack, is that he won't unpack the pack. It's on his back. He's running, you see? And, and, and about to step off a cliff. So this is all, these are all metaphors. In the deeper card, it shows him walking down five. And so it says that the master is on your back, meaning that you are the master. It's with you. It's in your persons. If you would stop for a moment, instead of going down fine, keep going through these doors, through these borders, trying to find something and look inside, then it'll actually be there. It'll actually arrive. And we've, we've seen this. And these sound like Tony Robbins conversation after a while. Like, that's why I always go into the heavy levels of the, the, the situation to keep from sounding anywhere close to these guys because it's not that kind of party. I've been there before. It's something that you have a lot of respect for, meaning that it's not, oh, I'm trying to get back. I want to go again. When you, you can get it down to a substance. It comes down, like I tell people, the limitless drug is already here. It comes down to a substance. But then you'll find yourself just looking at the substance, not taking it. It's not addictive. It's actually not addictive for us right now to keep going and going into the unknown. I've fought with my own DNA and genetics. You're talking to a person who has the ability to go into the other plane, almost like a push of a button. But I find myself at times just staying here, doing my work with the reality. And then if I do, because you know, you gain so much, you're still decrypting stuff from 10 years ago. It's like, why go add to it? But what I'm saying is, is that it's not addicting. It's something that you know, this is sacred. This is something that I, I can't just decide when I want to go in there. I can't just decide when I want to tell everyone everything about what's going on in the universe. Like we, we're forgetting that the universe is everybody, not just us. <laughs> you see what it means? So this means that when you sync up with the universe, though, because there is a channel, there's a frequency where everything's on, you're, everyone's going to be saying the same thing. Everything will roll right into play. All the pieces that you need will come. And then until they're actually needed, they will not arrive. So if you're trying to push something or trying to make something happen, until you actually get into the frequency and the responsibility of being able to do that, a.k.a. dolphin face, everyone likes that. Dolphin face. The dots you're connecting, Savan, uh, are, are just reinforcing everything that we've talked about already. And then some. This is a joy. This is why I'm on seven nights a week, Savan, and anytime you feel the need just to verbally bleed, you show up here. Well, I, and this I felt, table's the, I felt the need today. Like I, I, it I don't was, say that to many people. It, it was coursing. Because what you're delivering tonight is, is razor sharp, cutting edge consciousness. I think they and muted this is me. This that sets us free. I'm done playing in the fucking kindergarten playground. This can be a beautiful place. And the longer we dilly-dally around the real issues, the longer it takes, and the more the children will cry and whine. Oh, what's taking so long? What's taking so long? Well, if you'd shut up and do your work, like the rest of us, it would go a little quicker. That's all. You know? Exactly. So just keep that in mind, guys, because... This is about concepts now. For those that know what's really going on here, we know how close we are. 
and I'm so glad Savon brought that up, those that are not quite there have not any idea of how close we are to just going, snap, the game is done. And this energy is very difficult to stabilize on the best of days, let alone try to hold your own position in it while you're trying to hold the positions of others. So just be mindful of everything Savan has said tonight and really sit back with it. Savan is one of the most respected Hello? teachers on this planet. That's my perspective. Hello? And one of the very few on my very, very, very short list. He gets the job done, and I am, well, let's talk about pride being one of the seven deadly sins, but on this case, I am proud to walk shoulder to shoulder with people like Savannah and, and everyone here. So let's get her done. On that note, Hello? I know Paul want, wanted in because uh, he's got a couple of questions that uh, very specific Hello? to what Savon has been talking about, and I, I really want to hear Savon's perspective on it. So our, um, let me just get to the board here. Hello? Remember, I'm getting hammered on Skype too, guys. Okay, Hello? so... Uh, and I'm looking for things that are extremely relevant to what what we're talking about tonight. And I will. It's not going to go off onto any tangent, not tonight, and not any night that Savan shows up. I promise you that. So fair dinkums, Paul, your mic is open. And remember, you're Scottish. Don't get excited. Your brogue's thick enough. <laughs> I can't. I can't translate fast enough. Okay. Yeah. So breathe. Well, thank you. Hello. Just imagine. Well, let's keep it slow and keep it keep it like you. Uh, Hello. Uh, uh, get as American about it as you can. How's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I would like to ask Sir Van about uh, the correlations between uh, the cross, like I was talking about the other night, uh, the rose cross being a cube, the cubical space of uh, the Kaaba, and also the reference to the Sefari at Zira and Abraham's cube and also his ideas on the hypercube. The box. Okay, I mean, do we have to be more blunt? Okay, the box, the black box is the womb, okay? And this certain fetishes, <laughs> and this is every bit of a fetish, were removed. And that's why you see this script that says that the, the British basically took things from the pyramids that did not need to leave. I cannot tell you this enough. But you see, it's all, you got, they got it all over there in the louver and all sorts of things. What do you think is going on? If I'm telling you the British are the one that actually went in there, they are Jews. Like, I mean, that's the other thing. They're Jewish, meaning kind of like Jews, but not really. But realize that the British are Jews, right? All the deeper British know that they're really Jews, okay? Go ask them. So when they took that box, that hypercube, and this is why it's not just one per se, it's not just one womb. It's not just one fetish. It's like divvying up something. It's like plundering something. Oh, you get this piece. Oh, what does this do? I don't know. Oh, you get this one and you get this one. This is like saying you get these group of people and I'll get these group of people. So this is what you see as, as quote unquote, the agreements of the fallen angels. The fallen angels divided the world, as they're saying, into these different regions, right? And then these regions became bounded by their, by, by their territory, by the lines of their territory, and that these entities were in harmony with one another on their agreement. And that they were only 33rd of them. Meaning that, forget that this is all actually real beings and things. We're just using a cryptic way of explaining exactly what's going on in a reality. Okay? That the usurping of the system has been done because dispos disposition, a diaspora. This is when you move one spore 
or a, uh, something that fertilized an area off of its territory. And then thus it ch creates a chain reaction of other things going to war with other things and then being moved off their territory. So this means that if one island, this is hidden in the tale of Atlantis whose island sunk. This means if one island sunk and then these priests got in their boats and then start, had to find new territory because their mother, they sunk their mother, now they got to go on land somewhere and create their own, their own territories, their vessel. So this is why a courthouse is a vessel docked on land. It is actually a ship. And it has its own language. And the moment you walk in there, because all the, gra all the gr granite comes from Elberton, Georgia, those are the giants, the, the L's. But they're, again, they're not males. So I went through these places. I was writing in Atlanta or Atlantis when this whole metamorphosis took place. I was showed everything. I was showed that they can even travel from that Georgia to the other Georgia via the rail station through electric through the feed. That it's a different level. It's like the watchmen and some shit like that. Like you got to understand they're dealing with hedron colliders. Fast forward yourself and imagine if you have a hedron collider, if you have the way to shape and fashion and fabricate large pieces of metal into perfect symmetry to spin them and then to collide particles against each other to see what the result is of the quirk, meaning that you need the energy that's actually formed from that explosion so that way you can tap into something greater than cold fusion then you can use that as the energy source to power a time machine. Then you can go back down the tunnels of time in an actual external vehicle rather than an internal one where it'll hold you account. You actually get stuck in time. This is a person gone crazy. They're stuck into one altar in their mind, right? So you can't make it back. And I literally witnessed a guy that was in the room with me when I went through the transformation. He touched me and he went too. But he said he went down and he was coming back up and he saw this light and the light started to get dim and then he couldn't see anything. He felt trapped. And then what I was prompted to do, because this was like 15, 20 minutes of this, he had gone. He kept saying the same three words over and over again. It was scary. Like I, I didn't know what to do. Everything was running through my mind. Remember, I'm an intelligent individual. So I'm like, oh shit, when the police get here, this shit's going to be crazy because they're going to try to wonder what's up with him and what's up with me. And I, I'm fast forwarding all this. And then it's, meanwhile, my consciousness is already in another state. And it's like, just relax. You just need to relax. And then I kept looking at my hands and my hands had so much power in them because they bared what I had actually, where I had gone and I had bought it back. I just couldn't actually see it physically. And so then it was like, and this it oversoul is like, use the word and call him back. And some people email me about the word. They want to know where I'm not giving people the word. So I use the word. And he said, when I use the word, it looked like a light. And he rushed to it. And he came back. And by the time he was just about to come back into this world, I had already gone to a, such a far state of mind. I had seen him as the devil. I actually was in the room with my antithesis somehow like through life I had ended up meeting my antithesis and this guy was still around when I was going through the spiritual stages because he just wanted to continue to make money and he was like oh he'll eventually stabilize out it's a deep story he transformed himself he was the lowest level he was a pimp an imp under the emperor I stole him from the emperor and gave him his life back you see this is a whole different thing going on people think like when you look at my face you look at what they've been through, but I tell you what truth. This is one thing I've always been wanting to talk about. I'll talk about something tonight I never talked about to anyone. Because when you wear white, it's easy to see a stain. It's meaning that when you do everything right, when one thing slips by you, everyone judges you on that. 
And tonight I'll tell everyone this is the situation between me and my brother Lyndon Otter. Because they tore us from each other through Stuart's word low, using psychomancy, using different levels of power I wasn't even aware of yet. I mean, that these people, they can make you do things that you don't even know why you did. And this was Appendix B in the Code of the Matrix. I put my name and said I wrote something that I didn't write. In the end, 10 or 15 pages, people know me, I wrote thousands of blogs to date, long ones, 20,000 emails. Why would I need to write someone else's stuff and say it's mine? Op, oops. After that day, I firewall my mind. I should have did it before then, but you have to learn the lesson. I willy wonk it for a while. I went into my factory. I realized that humanity was not interested in me trying to save humanity. They were interested in proving me to be false. And even the people on the radio were saying, this is weird. This feels like some kind of ritual. It was. It was my initiation into reality, or should I say actuality, how things really are, Seppin. Not the way you want them to be. Understand the difference. Now you go to real school, invisible college, where every scenario that you go to will have some deeper meaning. All your entire life will have meaning, whether you figure it out or not. You become an adept. You'll be adult. You'll breathe on your own now. No more power. See, people don't understand. I keep explaining the levels of my life. I was in Christianity so deep, I had become a prophet. I had the Holy Ghost. It was a simple formula. The mantra, hallelujah. It's a mantra, sillies. Notice the parts, though. Three part, ha, le, lu, four part, yeah. Okay, that's a tetra, a tetra code. You're going to open up a tetra portal. And then your Shekinah is going to come across. Shekinah has got her own damn thing going on. Oinskilis is the name. This is, this is principalities, rulers, dominions, stuff people don't even know about. <laughs> okay? So this is the world that I was thrust in since I was a child. <laughs> like I was reading City of Pigger from the Apocrypha as a kid. Like my mom was in the, in the movement. Like Detroit had shown everything that was going on. There was brothers, there was five percenters, there was Moorish people, temples, there was Wall of D. Muhammad, there was Malcolm X. Elijah Muhammad, like all of these men were, they knew what was going on. They had gotten the knowledge from their struggle, like at the Sudanese. And, and like I said, guys like Ben Yokin and all these men were still carrying the knowledge about this plight of what was going on with the covenant. And that there was a, a usurper that was attempting to wipe everyone out. And that he was like a devil. <laughs> and it's like, this reality is it keeps, the, the message keeps changing, but it's all the same. It's just saying, look, come together, because <laughs> the only way you're going to be able to experience this next level of this thing is together. You know darn well you're scared. You're going through this whole damn thing. You better have some enforcers with you. So we come, mandamus, meaning that when we come through, this is not like, oh, what are they going to do next? Uh, man, the only way we're going to cease to live like that is not through any physical means. It's going to be because we experience who we are on a spiritual level. 
And then that is going to give us the courage like Santos on the courthouse steps in front of the dragon. This is what you did. This is what you do. Because, see, other people are too democratic. They're demons, meaning that they actually are sympathetic. They're sympathizers. Every time it's time to stand up for yourself, a demon walk, doesn't walk upright. It walks with the crook, meaning that it actually can't stand up. It's not erect. It's a beast. So until you can straighten your spine up, meaning have some manhood, womanhood about you, and actually speak, meaning not just the language. Language doesn't mean anything over your intention. And you speak with authority. Notice this video. Man, there's this video. You'll see how they move with authority if you stop watching the direct going on in the video and watch the side. There's a video that's out right now that somebody threw a shoe at Hillary Clinton, right? And she's just, just Google it. You'll see it. Shoe Hillary Clinton. Bam. Now watch when the lady throws the shoe and then she starts, she turns around and she starts to run. And then a guy moves up on her really fast and you can see his face and you can see what he's moving with. And this is what I was saying. This is how you gain your, your stance because you, you can examine in a whole different level because then when you see his face, if you use behavioral science, it doesn't do more than that. Use your spiritual intuition. You know they're moving with force, right? And then so when I say they're moving with force, that pings something. This is how I get knowledge. And then it says, yes, Air Force. So people want to understand where does this knowledge come from? It's some connection that I have. When I ping any kind of statement, it comes back as the truth. If I state the truth, then the truth comes back. They move with force. Yes, Air Force and ground force and all force of elements. We have a force. This is what our armies are. This is what our hierarchies are. This is what our, our contracts are. See, you see hey, what I mean? Uh, so, Devon, so, yeah. Devon, I just, just, we've only got a few minutes left here. I, I just want to jump wow. in on, on my cl closing note on this. Uh, there, is, there is one holy grail of contracts that removes all contracts from this place. And it's the only thing I've been railing on for the last number of years. It is the name. That is the holy grail that holds their consent the with creation mind crucified. That's how, that's how it's controlled. You get this one thing. This is the holy grail of contracts because what it does is it nullifies all the rest of it. And this is exactly like when you were describing that force coming towards that girl through the shoe, I got to witness it and experience it firsthand, the absolute destruction of all force. And like I said, I'd love to have heard the stand down order for these three monkeys that tried to come against me. There's your trivium, two guys, one girl, always the same trivium. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they had to run. The force was absolutely nullified. And it, I'm telling you all, there's one contract that holds them, the one ring of Saturn that rules us all, and it is the consent to be a name that was never ours, mom and dad came up with it, that's not yours. So you're, cre you're clinging to someone else's creation. Let it go, and all contracts fall with it. This exactly. is the seventh trumpet around Jericho. Just start blasting that horn. And you'll and pass I right cannot through. scream from the pulpit any louder. You'll pass right through. Clear face, we call him. I'm on the, I'm <laughs> on the other side, I know. And I, I'm trying to tell people this, and uh, if but one shall awaken, Savan, you know the rule.
for sure. <laughs> and that's when our enforcers, our helpers, come down and do the job that they were meant to do while most of them are walking around in a dream state. Well, at this point, this I, I will point. tell people because this is a perfect day for me. In fact, I think, uh, you know, the resistance actually is coming up on its anniversary. But I'm clear from here. Like, meaning that, uh, you know, it's the next level up. Like, for, for me personally, like, there's just been tons of stuff that's always been happening. I feel like today, you know, you don't got to talk to me about anything, meaning that you know the truth. You know where I'm coming from. You know what I'm about. Definitely know what Kay's about yep. and the round table. And so this is how we bring it. And, and, uh, and I'm going to keep working. Like, I'm going to keep continuously waxing strong in, in might. We stay the course yeah. at all costs. Uh, uh, one sec, Simon, would you be interested in popping by the table tomorrow night? Because I'd really like to continue this on for a bit with you while this energy is running high because there's so much more that we can talk about to really uh, concrete things for you as you've been concreting things for us. Okay, yeah, actually, let me uh, do get with me on the text because text I have a meeting with a mutual friend tomorrow also, so I don't know sure. exactly how, that, how long that conversation is actually going to take. Well, you know our rules. We don't have any, so just show up. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I hate to say yeah and then not show up because, man, like, I feel like today, right. though, like, I can, like, I may even go back, and I don't really listen to the recordings at all, but I may even go back and listen to this one because, you know, there, it's just sometimes, you know, it's something special. And, you know, I got so much stuff to do, so it's very difficult for me to say, okay, I'm going to go because I know if we're going to get into it, it's going to be like two or three hours at least. I mean, anything else would be an injustice. <laughs> And so today I was, I, I got into this, like I said, I was training and then I had built up so much energy and then I went into the shower and then boom, I got hit with this huge download and it was like, it's because of this again. Like, but just remember like right now, this is a call, like this is a call. I know we're about to, to go off the line here, but there's some people, man, they know what they are. Like the other people that, that, that just trying to find, still trying to find out. Radio. Well, that's a good start to end.